Wondrous Realms podcast group proudly presents The Adventures in Aerith, hosted by Sierra Rakes. players here tonight, so Hello. we're going to be starting the Aerith campaign. <laughs> Aerith is a homebrew world of my creation, and I'm here with Nick, Christina, Annie, and Dan, and also my daughter Lucy, who's going to be babbling <laughs> in the background, so sorry about that. Alright, but if everyone wants to kind of go around and talk about their characters a little bit, we'll start with Nick, so that way he can get it out of the way. first. Because you're the one who knows what you're doing. This is, this is bullshit. It is, but oh well. I told you, you're de facto leader, you gotta... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I will be playing Flanarian Damacus, otherwise known as Flynn. Um, he is a tiefling artificer. I'm really excited to play this artificer class. It is a uh, fairly new class. It just got out of the... Um, testing stages testing, recently yeah. um but i am very excited to try it out um uh just a quick description of my character um yada 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 tragic backstory uh he has a mentor named titus who uh who takes hit who has taken him on plenty of archaeological adventures um so uh, flynn is very interested in um, archaeological digs and he has a special orb in which he found on one of these digs that uh or not, not even a dig, but he just randomly found it when he was a kid. Uh, in a ruin, though. And he uh, has carried this around with him his whole life, uh, trying to figure out something about it. But other than that, I mean, that's that's pretty much him. He, uh, he has a sense of adventure that he cannot quench, I guess. All right. All right, and then we can move on to Christina. All righty. I am playing Kira Moonflower. She's a high elf. She's actually a moon elf, but she's a high elf. Um, she's a cleric. She wasn't always a cleric. She has, um, she used to live in the forest, and then her uh, deity called upon her to kind of save what's going on in the forest figure everything out with that. So, yes, another yeah. campaign that Sierra is running where the forest is in danger. <laughs> <laughs> everything goes back to the forest. But yeah, she kind of set out from there. She hasn't she hasn't left it very often, so she might be a little little awkward at first, but she's looking for some guidance. Went out and found an old friend of hers. So yeah, we'll see how awesome. that goes. All right, Annie. If you Speaking want of your old friend, <laughs> here I am. The old My name is Sora, and I am a dragonborn. I am an uh, entertainer slash bard. Uh, my old friend has saved me from my devilish childhood, but I make the best of it, <laughs> traveling around, making everyone smile. <laughs> don't, don't you love when players are like, hey, can our backstories be connected? <laughs> yes, for the love of God, yes. <laughs> That's less work for me. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Christina's character rescued Annie's character from a black market as an egg. So. Just a wee little egg. Yeah. 
Lucy. And I was That's raised cool. as one of her own. Yeah. And dragonborn age very quickly, and elves age very slowly, so it makes for an interesting dynamic between these two. <laughs> it, was just, it was just a blink of my eye. I remember <laughs> when you were a wee gal. So, yeah. <laughs> I am now older. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that's pretty fun. And then Dan is playing an interesting uh, kind of homebrew race that we found on the internet. Come back, have fun. So I'm playing Thoth, an illicit wizard. I'm not going to be kind of like most illicids where you're like evil and everything like Just that. Just a disclaimer for those of you who might not know what an illicit is, it is a the technical term for a mind flayer. Yeah, or like Cthulhu person, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm going to be kind of neutral in my alignments. I'm not going to be very like, hey, my race is the best race. Instead, I'm looking to improve my race based upon other races while still maintaining a coexistent relationship with them. Nice. So, I mean, it's all about the study, I guess, and helping others. And, and I thought that sounded fun. I also so. saved this kitty cat. His name is Goose. He is my friend. Here. Let's just say I ma- did a certain ritual to make him into a sub-race for Illithid. I guess yeah. in my own making, I'm making like a little... S- I don't know what you would call it, I guess. Goose. It would, well, no, like the spell itself or the ritual oh. or something. It's like Ceremorphous, but it's without actually like messing with the actual outer body. Yeah. So I'm gonna be playing around with that spell a little bit. Yeah, you've done some research. I feel like it was almost kind of like pure luck that it managed to succeed. Uh, we'll have to dig into that a little bit. Note for Sierra listening back to this later. Uh, make sure that you give Goose some stats because no. that is something I haven't done yet, and I've got to do a little bit of research and come up with some cool abilities that Goose may be able to do in the future. So, yes, I will put you down. I do apologize yet again for. Whoever is listening back to this, hearing Lucy talking nonstop, I did try to move the microphone in such a way that uh, she wouldn't be drowning everyone out, but, you know, three-year-olds, what are you going to do? Ha-ha! So we are playing in Aerith, which is a setting that I have created. Um, in this world, there are no humans. There is no human race in this, in this campaign, which is why uh, we have... Illithids and dragonborn and elves and tieflings and all kinds of fun things that are allegedly super rare. Oh my. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, so there are no humans. Um, I'm probably going to my notes here, so you'll have to give me a moment. There are urban and wild areas in this world. Um, there are really old maps, but most of them are outdated and a lot of the world is unknown. Uh, there is magic in the world. It used to be abundant. It has since become scarce. Magic and technology have kind of combined together to create uh, essentially, you know, like Thor stuff where it's like not really magic, not really science. Um, so when people see pure magic, it is a bit of a shock for them. It is definitely uh, very rare, but definitely very sought after and therefore can cause a lot of problems for authentic magic users. I just certainly thought of Shaco. Oh. Okay, Nicholas. <laughs> have y'all watched Disenchantment yet? I have. On Netflix? Okay. We're so not good. sponsored in any way by Disenchantment or Netflix. It's so good though. Watch it. <laughs> it was entertaining. So, okay. Oh. Um, we are starting in a forest, much like my other campaign. Not all monsters coexist, and there are multiple regions in this world of Aerith. Um, 
there are many societies that have grouped into tribes. Uh, many, you know, like a lot of races stick to each other. Unfortunately, even without humans, there is still racism, which sucks. Um, so each kind of like area and group of people has their own rules and um, uh, their history and their traditions and whatnot. So do they have like hoof and no hoof drinking fountains? No. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get beat so, up. So uh, yeah, the focus <laughs> of my notes here. Um, like I said, magic and tech is highly sought after to improve the lives of non-magic peoples. Uh, currently, the currency that is most common in this world is actually a currency I've developed, which is called cells. So there is not gold or silver. Um, or copper. These things will each have their own name. Uh-oh. Something just randomly connected to my Bluetooth. Okay. Um, but so in place of copper, we're gonna have Adura. I'll probably still refer to them as like gold and copper and silver, just especially since we have a lot of beginners here. Um, but the official name is Adura. Um, for silver, it's Kadura, and for gold, it's Durad. Or Durak is silver, and then Durad is is gold. My apologies. I have a lot of notes here and I change things over time. So yes, we've got Dura, Durak, and Durada. So that's copper, silver, and gold. Um, certain, um, some of these do look a little bit different in appearance. That'll come up later, like as you guys are dealing with money. Um, a lot of people will also trade like either knowledge or um, like their time if they have, if they're like a craftsman or something. Yeah, there's a bartering system too. Some people will do. But these cells are very important, and they help maintain a lot of the technology and magical uh, items that are in this world. So it is a very, very valuable Mama. currency. Mama. Yes, Lucina. I got some Very cool. Go play with them. Okay. Uh, so oh, this forest setting is a Hi. tropical very warm, very wet climate. It's a bit different from just like, oh, we're going out into the woods. Um, everything here is very humid. Um, wild Lucy. This is going to be all night. Uh, wildlife once used to thrive here, but the forests are now uh, struggling to grow and support an ecosystem. Uh, wildfires are fairly abundant and have destroyed many homes as well as edible plants and other food sources so it uh, is making food and whatnot a bit scarce. This also has kind of been that is gonna drive me crazy Lucy please stop. Um, since those food sources have become more rare that kind of emphasizes the tribalism of some of these peoples and why it's like every group for themselves and that this they have the their flag. own like boundaries Mommy, that they've created. It is a frog, baby. Good job. Baby. <laughs> Apparently there's a frog. Um, What's his name? Yeah, I will say, especially, Christina, your character remembers a time when the forest was a safe um, habitat and that it was functional. Uh, since you are especially do worship Maliki, who's like the goddess of nature, and uh, you've remained consistent in your ways of worshiping her despite all the changes in the world, um, you, you definitely realize that some of this, um, some of this change is, I don't want to say man-made, because obviously we don't have humans, but, uh, more so the fact that elves are currently experiencing a bit of overpopulation right now. Um. Mommy. Hey, Mommy, this is Thank you. 
I'm so glad I know that now. Oh wow, that's so cool, Lucy. Okay, so yeah, it, um, elves are experiencing, you know, overpopulation, lack of resources. It's becoming very strenuous. This is probably part of why your goddess approached you. Um, once there was a time when all elves had magical ability, like they were born with it, uh, but it started skipping generations, and now genuine magic users are very rare. So most of your people do not know how to perform magic and have not been able to for a long time. Good job. Lupa 2.0. Um, this is why technology has become so important as well. Um, these peoples have been trying to find solutions to uh, problems with the absence of magic. And uh, people have had to make do. Magic would solve a lot of problems, but it is hard to find and even harder to control. So we do have a party full of magic users, so you will probably be very sought after peoples. This will also maybe cause problems for you along the way. Um, because, <laughs> Lucy, just because of the fact that people haven't seen genuine magic in a long time. Um, okay, so that's kind of some stuff about the world. Let me try to find real quick about the forest real quick. So the forests that we're starting in is really about two forests that are kind of combined. There's like a small border there. Please stop, Lucy. They're very uh, wetland-like forests. Um, like I said, there's, there's forest fires and different uh, ecological and geological factors. It's mostly a series of like pine trees and a very sandy soil. There's also a lot of rivers and streams in this area, as well as lakes and um, several trails. So it's a, this part of the world is pretty well known if you're from the forest region. So most of you guys will be familiar with this area. As I say most of you guys, it's about half of you because both Dan and Nick's characters are travelers. So they're not from here. Um, one half of the forest, Christina, like the half that you're from, let me flip real quick. Um, yeah, most clans live in peace between the two forests, but others are more competitive and don't wish to share resources, although both could benefit from each other. This has left the elvish population very divided, uh, further creating a problem because they're not working together to solve it. So, some elves are, um, I don't want to say feral, but they're very much more like nature and uh, hunter-gatherer and like uh, survival of the fittest type mentality. Um, you know, they wear like leathers and things that they've harvested from animals and they are, um, they're much more of like a fighting type elf. Um, whereas the part where you come from is more, uh, they have a different kind of culture and it's more about learning and studying and like, knowing your place in nature and like uh you have just like a different kind of you actually have more of a society and uh it's, it's just very different um neither way is necessarily wrong but they're just very different types of people so um let me see i think that was about it there's yeah a lot of like juniper pine trees and hemlock uh, and, and marsh territory in here. I'm trying to find where I wrote the names of these places. Um, the 
half of the forest, like I said, it's like two forests, the half where like the more aggressive elves, I guess, live is called Hro, and then where you're from is called Amiste. So it's, um, it's just, those are, those are the names of the places. Lucy, oh my god. There's a, um, a lot of different villages and towns and stuff. Please stand up. He's gonna move that back. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a problem. You know what? I'm probably just gonna pause while I try to get Lucy. <laughs> Alright, let's try this again. Okay, so we kind of discussed the world a little bit. We made sure everyone knows their characters and their spells and is getting started. Lucy is playing with the most annoying fan in the world, so I apologize again about the quality of this recording, but We've been wanting to play for what, like three months now? So, yeah. So, we're gonna go for it. I'm using new dice, please don't fail me. Okay, so, we're in the world of Aerith. Um, Nick, your character is Flynn. I know you're with Titus. Um, you are in the very small village of wherever I can find my notes. Uh, Nieo. So you're in Yale. Yale. This is kind of a small village that is towards the outskirts of the village Aniste. So, or of the, the forest. I'm sorry, I said village again. Of the forest Aniste. You're kind of really between where the two forests kind of converge. Okay. So you could really go in either direction here. It's a bit of a neutral territory. There aren't a lot of elves here. Um, the peoples who do live here have notes. I'm so sorry. I have 25 pages of notes for this campaign so far, guys. So, I've been very excited. This was my original world vision when I first wanted to be a DM, which I just had my one-year DM anniversary yesterday. So Congratulations. I finally get to, to play this world, and I'm very excited. Um, however, between Lucy and trying to flip through all my notes, I'm having a nightmare, so I really have to condense stuff. I am looking for what kinds of people live in the village of Nieo. Come on, notes. I'm so sorry about this. It's going to take me a minute. Well, I know there's at least one tiefling. <laughs> yeah, um, there aren't a lot of tieflings in this world still. They're really rare still. Um, and what? Was your mother a tiefling? Oh I my think god, so. Lucy. No. I'm sorry. I'm just leave it there. She can't knock it down again exactly. if it stays there. Yeah. Lucy's knocking down artwork and stuff. Um, <laughs> so you said your mother was a tiefling? I'd say so. Okay. Maybe my dad wasn't. Yeah, be careful, Lucy. Yeah, well, you don't really know much about your dad right now. Nope. Um, I didn't know my father. <laughs> Why can I not find my list of people? I just don't want to say the wrong thing, because I have a very set-out world here. Not even oh, half of it. Went out for cigarettes one day. Never came back. And then my mom there died. we go. Um, so <laughs> the kind of people who live in this village, um, there's gonna be like a lot of halflings and gnomes, uh, different kinds of earthy of course, people. Short people. Um, there's probably um, elves probably do come through the town to um, through the village. Sorry, town is definitely bigger than elves. They come through the village most likely to trade. You probably mostly see um, the village, the elvish people of Fro from the Fro Forest, um, and they'll come to like trade hides for 
other things that they may need, but they're never very happy when they do. Uh, how long do you think you've been in this village with your mentor? Um, it would depend on what we're in the area for. Um, if we're Titus getting... has been almost... He's very eclectic. Um, he's, I mean, you're rather fond of him, but even you know he can be a little much sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, he's really thrown himself into his work and kind of isolated himself from other people's. But he's sensed he's on the verge of a breakthrough since you started working with him, which was what you said four years ago. Yes. And that entire time, he How tells you. How old am you, I? I forgot. He tells you every day that any day now that he's going to have this major breakthrough, and he just knows it. He just knows it. You know. I'm Twenty-eight, and you see him, by the way. He's always digging through his notes, uh, going over, pouring over these old maps. They, they're they all over the walls and all over the tables, just like rolled up, you know, like scrolls kind of. Mm -hmm. And he's just always kind of going through them. He never uses any modern maps, you'll realize. It's always very old-looking ones. Um, ones that you can't even read the language on. They're very foreign to you. Um, but he's always pouring over those, and he feels like you guys are in the right area um, where you are now so he, in the village been, of Neo. So he's been Nieo. doing this for a while. So you guys honestly probably have been in this location somewhere between six months to a year. That's what I was thinking. And every day you're wondering when he's going to cut his losses because it just... Okay, so what's what's going on at this moment? Well, you guys have your own little... Um, Maybe like a hut. house we're renting. Yeah, yeah. a house. Yeah, you... It, became, it got to the point where you couldn't rent a room in the tavern anymore just because it wasn't monetarily feasible. Was say, it was expensive. just adding up. And since you guys started to be here like more long term... Airbnb instead. Yep, so uh, since you guys started to be here more long term that you guys have um, any like things that he has found. Uh, I mean, he finds little things here and there, you know, but nothing that he's really looking for. So he would be putting that together... Um, trying to do cheap fixes for people and things to kind of gather the money to like rent this house right basically the kind of like i don't want to say mayor of the town but a very prominent figure of the town uh eventually decided to give you guys um this kind of like abandoned house no one was using it no anyway. one was using it anyway but he did ask for a couple things up front from titus which titus is still he's still trying to find you know things to keep making payments on this on this house so he has his workshop um so i would say the house has really kind of moved from being a house because he's gutted all the rooms so he's gutted everything out of these rooms and all of the walls and everything are just lined with papers and his research is like tacked and nailed into the walls um, you hear the whirring of machines and little trinkets you know that he's been tinkering with um, his little pet projects, and uh, he has a variety of old, old relics that he's found on digs from his younger days, and they're all very. Um, it's hard to really understand what they are unless you're studied, like Titus. Um, and even then, he doesn't really know much about these things, other than he has an idea of what they could be used. Yeah to do, so he is trying to find ways to make them work that would benefit society. Titus's main goal is to benefit people. Mm -hmm. um, so you're in, you're probably in your guys' workspace. It's very cluttered, but it's that kind of mess that's like an organized mess that, you know, um, 
if, if you were to try to move or clean up anything, he would probably yell at you. Um, like Organized and, chaos, like he understands you no one else would know. You probably tried to at some point just kind of move a couple things out of the way to work on your own thing, and you probably had to like dodge a wrench or something he threw at you. <laughs> I um, love Titus. Just because <laughs> like, she wasn't throwing to actually hit you, right. you think. But yeah, as soon as you try to move any of his stuff, he's very ornery about that. Because it's a very organized chaos in that he has to have things just so, so he knows where things are. And he'll be running all throughout the house from room to room constantly. He'll just, uh, he'll be in, like, you know, like, the kitchen area. And then all of a sudden he'll be reading a note. He'll go, oh my gosh. And, like, he'll run over to, you know, uh, his bedroom and be digging through journals there. And, like, trying to piece things together, which is why things are all pinned up on the walls. So that's kind of your current living situation. It is a whole workshop. Um, you do have a couple neat tools, thanks to Titus. Um, you have these portable torches, like light sources, that don't actually require fire. Um, it's a way for you guys to see and control Ironically, the light. I took the light cantrip. <laughs> Uh, but this is just like to like light your house or stuff, or if you know, oh, um, if you need to see it can it can be portable. But uh, this is something Titus is very excited about. However, it consumes a lot of money to keep these working. So a lot of times, um, they'll only be turned on in dire situations. He'll right. try to use natural light, but he absolutely does not want any kind of torches or candles in his workshop because. If one were to fall, his all his notes would go up in flames. Like I said, they're lining the walls. So that's the area that yeah, you're in. Um, currently, Titus is bent over a table. Uh, his hair, it's this long black hair that's pulled up into this kind of like messy ponytail. And he's got streaks of gray throughout it, especially by the ears. And um, when you look at him from the back, he is a very large individual. He's very tall and very wide. Uh, but not very muscular. It's uh, it's more of a lean muscle, if anything. Mm -hmm. And he's got this uh, this dark green skin. And uh, you you would know him to be an orc, but he insists that he's only part orc, and that he's got ancient ancestry, and that's part of why he's so invested in learning like how this old technology works, is because he wants to find out about who he is and about his past. Um, you don't know much about where he came from. You've always wondered why you haven't gone to the land of the orcs. Um, you would think that he might want to see his family or his tribe so or he, whatever. So does he probably have, like, the the small tusks maybe at all? Yeah, so okay. he does have tusks. They barely poke um, but out. But they, they only protrude a little bit. Mm -hmm. He's got, like, slightly pointed ears, but not very pointy. Um, the only, the only thing really is, is his green skin really marks him as orc but like sure. i said he's he doesn't really have the build of an orc other than his height right um he's very very slender for an orc and he uh he dresses in kind of common clothes so he's got this like long sleeve kind of loose shirt that that's has, like, a that's exactly what i was imagining so you're good <laughs> like the han solo shirt yeah you know what i'm talking about okay and uh almost like cargo pants a lot of pockets. Mm -hmm. He's got a lot of pockets to carry all his contraptions. And so he's bent over a table, and uh, he wears these little round wire-framed glasses. Yay. And uh, he's been adding, like, slides to them. Uh, with, yeah, like, like magnifiers and, and magnifiers like that. And stuff. Amazing. Mm -hmm. 
so that he can try to use them to see different things. He's wondering if he just needs to adjust something and he'll be able to see something in these maps that he hasn't seen before. But he's kind of bent the over a table. <laughs> he's got he's got a very particular map set out again. It's the same map he's been looking at since you guys have been here for like the last six months. Um, and yeah, like I said, you hear this whirring of technology around you. Um, a lot of things are kind of humming or uh, vibrating. It's kind of shaking like the wooden tables and things, but they aren't really doing anything. And he's very frustrated at this, and he like slams his fist down on the table, and it's very loud, even for even for him, it's very very loud. And um, he just seems really frustrated at this moment. He's kind of running his hands through his hair, and he's very agitated. Um, I think I'll probably just kind of chill in the doorway, kind of lean against the doorway. Um, probably like I, I imagine I'm a fidgeter so like maybe fidget with my my orb or something okay. um and I, I'll just be like Titus you've been at it for god knows how long but I'm this close Flynn I'm this close and how long have you been saying that why don't we go get a drink my treat <laughs> come on Lucy <laughs> sorry I'm sure you haven't been sleeping enough either. You do notice there are some bags under mm -hmm. his eyes that uh, he, you know, he would rather work than sleep. I want to, I want to make a breakthrough just as much as you, but you're you're depriving yourself. Let's go relax for a little bit, kick back. You need it. I need it. If you want to go have a drink, you can. That's fine. I just... He's like, I, I just need... If I had a good team, a good team of archaeologists, I could do something that would just... And go where? Unlock everything. Where would you go? I've been going over old trails, and I've been going over all my notes, and I think I have a way to make some of these things work. But it's... Deep in the forest. How deep are we talking? <sighs> Several miles at least. Ah, oh, Lucy. So you're saying what we need is a team. Exactly that. If you're gonna go into town and have a drink anyway, you can throw up these signs for me and maybe we can get some people together. I'll go on one condition. You have to come with me. You have to come with me. Come on. Come on. We'll both get a drink. And that'll be it. We can go put up some posters, try to get a group together. Make a persuasion check. Mommy. Ah! <laughs> Are you uh, persuasion, that is a 14. Well, Flynn, my boy. I guess I have to say that doesn't sound so bad. But I'm bringing the map with me. That's the only way I can get you to leave this damn house. Just give me a few minutes and I'll pack up all my things. And we can go and we can have a drink and we'll get a team. We'll finally make that breakthrough. I can feel it. Today's the day. Today's the day. So we start Don't keep me waiting. And I'm going to go wait in the front room. All right. And you hear a big clutter of mess. And right. he's throwing things in the air and behind him. You know, he's going through all his tools. I love Titus. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh... He's, he's packing his bag all hastily. He's got his journal. Uh, he's got his, you know, his portable torch. 
and he's got his maps and uh, you know pen and paper and he's got a a couple other you know nifty little items that he thinks will be necessary. It's like he's trying to get ready to go on this adventure immediately. No, no, no. <laughs> like we're gonna find the people like that. Yeah, even though even though you know it's gonna take time to get a team together and like vet everybody and make sure. Okay, Lucy. Thank you. So, uh, so he's, uh, he comes out of the room into the front room with you, he's got this giant backpack on, his cargo pants are all stuffed full of materials, and he's got this little hard hat on, and on top of it is one of those portable light sources, and, uh, and he goes, look, look, Flynn, I fixed it, and he clicks a button, and that light source illuminates, and he clicks it again, and it turns off, and he adjusts his glasses and his shirt, and he's all proud and excited. Uh, and he clicks it again, and he starts looking around, and you see that the light trails across all the notes across the house, and it lights everything up within, uh, several feet, and, uh, he's very excited about this. I think it'll be really useful. You know, my eyes, they're not as good as they used to be. I think they will, too, but I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I don't think you've had a good And he's got, he's got, like, his arms full, you know, he's got, like, everything under his arms and his giant backpack, and he just looks a little ridiculous. I'm talking, like, the big backpacks, yeah. like, when you go No, I know big, exactly what you mean. With all your materials and your bedroll and everything. That's stranded. Mommy, do you want to have to Okay, please stop. So he is just, he looks ridiculous with yeah. all of this equipment, and he's like, all right, I'm ready to go. Did you hear what I said? No, I didn't actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, Lucy, it's very difficult. Titus, it's, yes, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fantastic, but I think you haven't had a good bed in a while. Mommy, read up a then. A good what? A good bed? Bed? Oh, maybe we should get you more than a drink. That was me. I just couldn't hear you. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> a good bed, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's almost like he has like a... The look on his face, it's almost like you can hear his thoughts in the sense where he's like kind of thinking back to his bed, and you know it's just covered in stuff right now. Um, and he just kind of shakes it off, and uh, he goes to go out the door, and he's, he's trying to wedge out the door with all his stuff, you know, he's got to kind of sidestep to get out the door. Uh, but he does, he does make it out of there eventually. Do you need to bring all that? Of course, my boy. Do you expect us to leave this moment for an expedition that could take weeks right now without a team without any idea uh, uh, uh. and he holds his hand up in the air and he raises his chin and he says you can never be too prepared my boy <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy is Alright. Now you promised me a drink. Where are we going? And you recall, over the last several months that you've been here, you don't think that Titus has left the house once. <laughs> so he has no idea where he's going. Where would be the closest inn? You would know where okay. the closest inn is. Um, I was going to say, does it have a name? Um, it will in a second. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, it's gonna be called the Stinky Swamp Rat, so that's the name of the end, I've decided. <sighs> to the rat. <laughs> to the rat. <laughs> the rat! My boy, I thought we were going to a tavern! <laughs> You'll understand when we get there. 
Yeah, you know he's also a little bit forgetful. Like, he's very knowledgeable about things that interest him. Very knowledgeable about things that interest him, mm-hmm. but he is a bit of a dunce when it comes to, like, he loves the thought of ancient people, but modern people confuse the hell out of him. And so he uh, he doesn't really have the mem- the short-term memory to, like, remember new locations and things. So he's, like, you guys probably stayed in this tavern when you first got mm-hmm. here, but he doesn't remember the name of it or what it looked like uh it's just information that like his brain has to forget so it can make room for all the intelligence that he's trying to um retain so there you go lucy so you guys head over to uh to the rat (laughs) the rat and he starts uh unfurling some of these scrolled up pieces of paper and you see these big like help wanted signs um and it and it uh, old man looking for many men to help. To go delving. Um, yeah. He he's basically you know it says like yeah like researcher in search of team. Um, all magically abled and magic seeking individuals may apply um and it's got like your guys's address scribbled on there hastily and like pretty robbed yeah it's basically <laughs> he's, he's got this this whole list of like where he can be contacted at and you'll see him pull a hammer out of uh out of one of his pockets and he starts kind of just hammering some of these signs into like posts throughout the town uh, he even goes to start uh, on, like, the side of the tavern wall. He's just kind of starting to hammer it in on the outside. And you'll hear a, hey! What do you think you're doing? And there's a... For, forgive him. My old man, he's a... Uh... Yeah, and uh, you'll actually see... This really stout individual, he's very short, uh, despite his deep booming voice. And he goes, what do you think you're doing to my establishment? Titus, what are you doing to this fellow's establishment? And he kind of pushes his glasses up and he looks around and he looks down and he goes, Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there. He's like, I'm looking to go on an adventure. Would you like to come with us? <laughs> Thank you, Lucy. <laughs> and who would run my tavern? <laughs> Titus kind of shrugs. <laughs> I don't imagine running a tavern is very hard. Have there been any adventurers in the area? Not since you two came along. Fair enough. I guess I set myself up for that. Look, if you're gonna hang up your help wanted signs, you gotta put them somewhere else. You can't put them on the side of my building, but we do have a board inside where people post notices for work and stuff. Alright, and we will do that. Titus, no more posters until after the drink. Oh, oh. You drive a hard bargain, Flynn. What's your first, actual, your full first name again? Is it Flynnarian? He'll, he'll call you Flynnarian there. No, it so you guys are gonna go into the tavern. Um, I imagine you take your seats at the bar, and you're gonna start ordering your drinks. 
So on that note, I'm gonna move over to Kira. So Christina, you're in the Forest of Ani's Day. Um, at this point, you, like I said, you're aware of the overpopulation of your peoples and of the lack of resources. Things have been very, very difficult for you. Um, but you have just been, um, you know, unwavering in your devotion to Maliki. So, one day you're doing your, your daily rituals, I imagine. Like, what would you do to, to honor her? Well, I was supposed to pray in the morning and the evening. Okay. So I feel like I would probably just meditate okay. in the forest, just mm -hmm. with nobody around, just... Um, we said that there were certain, like, shrines and everything, too, that would just yes. be, like, interesting, like, trees or things yeah, like that. Yeah, um, I believe, uh, what, what did I say, was it an oak tree? I think so, yeah. Yeah, there um, are, there's a handful of shrines. You don't always have to go to a shrine to worship her. Her mm -hmm. shrines are few and far in between. However, um, yeah. the shrines that do exist, yeah, they're, they're built around the trees in the sense that, um, wild animals are welcome to live there. Yeah, since I'm in, like, my own home, I'm sure there's a couple of those shrines, at least one of those shrines nearby, so I would probably meditate and pray in the morning. Yeah. That's probably how I would start my, my day. Give me two seconds to get into my computer here. Girl, let me... Okay, we're still recording. Good. I just wanted to make sure. And I have a note here. I just wanted to start playing a bit of music, so I apologize. That's something I should have set up. And as I'm meditating, I'm, I mean, I'm probably going to notice, probably make a mental note of how few animals are, you know, in this yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. It used to be, it used to be a actually, you know, really popular tree. Um, you would see all, a variety of birds, squirrels, other natural animals, you know, making their homes in there. Uh, but the nests are empty and the, the holes are barren and it's just really, really sad uh, compared to what it used to be. And the tree itself, it looks um, weak, you know, it's, its leaves are looking dull and its branches are thinned and it's overall just sad. But you're still praying, you know, in, uh, in the way that you know how. So you're doing your usual morning prayers. Do you do, uh, is it just all the same every time? Like, do you, are you speaking to her? You're just meditating, kind of like letting whatever come to you? Like, I feel like, I feel like most of the time she would probably quietly do it, like within her own, like within her yeah. own head. But I mean, as of late, like with how hard things have been, mm -hmm. I feel like she'd be a little bit more, I don't know, fired up, you know, talking like, you know, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to help? Like praying every day but things are only getting worse okay um so yeah you like you continue your prayers you're not doubting your goddess but like you're feeling a bit disheartened mm -hmm. like i don't know what um, i can do yeah you feel a bit helpless probably your faith it's not shaken but you you wish there was more you could do um the people of your of your village, your town, I don't know if you are, do you consider yourself more of like a hermit or do you live amongst other peoples? Like, are you tight-knit with your society? I'd or? probably be a little bit more of a hermit, but I'm definitely okay. known. People know who I am and they understand why so I'm So you kind of like own. live on the outskirts yeah. of your village probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you, you still interact with them. It's mm -hmm. still a friendly nature, I suppose. 
Um, plus, you probably live a bit on the outskirts anyway. I mean, you raised a dragonborn for so many years. Well, well, the elvish people believe in kind of taking care of, you know, the innocent and whatnot. A, a dragonborn. What kind of dragonborn are you again, Andy? I'm sorry. Do you know what color you uh, are? Or? Blue lightning. Lightning. Okay. So they're also probably somewhat afraid of what a dragon-looking creature could do to the forest. I mean, wildfires have been more abundant in recent years, so they probably are rather glad that you live kind of on the outskirts <laughs> of town. But you'll have noticed, even though you're friendly with all these people, and like you care about them as, as your people and as um, you know members of the forest, that they have kind of turned their back on Maliki and on the forest in general, instead of focusing on the issues and trying to find a way to help the forest and therefore help themselves, they would rather just complain about it and be bitter. Um, the elders of this village, you know, are very, back in my day, we all could do magic and we didn't need all this stuff and all these things, you know, and they're a bit they're kind of huffing and puffing about the fact that they have to use their hands and things now and, uh, you know, actually work to, to get what they want. So, um, they're just very bitter. They've turned their back on the goddess, but you still go to this shrine. You're probably the only one that tends to it. So even though it's, uh, a little sad and, you know, withering at the moment, it's, uh, it's being kept alive by your devotion, I would say. And that every time you visit it, um, the branches do seem to become a bit more, like the leaves become a bit more green. Um, you almost hear like the sounds of nature around you kind of uh, emphasize, you know, when, when you're there and when you're praying to her, you don't- Cause it happens after I meditate. Too. Yeah. So she, uh, she may not, even though you pray, that doesn't mean she speaks to you all the time, but you still consistently pray even when you hear nothing or feel nothing. So I would like you to make a religion check for me, right. if you can. So you're going to roll a d20, and you have a stat for religion, and you add that plus. plus. Two. So you'll add that to whatever you oh. rolled. Oh, it's a, it's a five. With the plus two? With the plus, with the plus two. Okay, so that's pretty low. So yeah, you're you're praying at this tree, and you, you're trying really hard, but it's almost like hard, I would say that it's becoming hard for you to meditate due to your frustration with what's happening to the forest. Uh, and you've known forest fires and um, other things, you know, are an ecosystem's way of kind of controlling the way that life works in the forest, but it's it's gotten to the point where it's um, doing excessive harm and it's actually unbalancing the ecosystem instead of balancing it. So you feel at a loss and you're trying to sit there and meditate and you just can't get, you know, you just can't get in the zone to feel really connected to Maliki and to this tree. So, um, to think here. Is there anything that you would do to try to... Well, I do have, um... I do have, like, the, the unicorn, okay. which I'm gonna, like... Can I use that as, like, my prayer wheel? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll allow so, that. Yeah, I mean, I would probably hold that, you know, run it through my hands a little bit. Yeah. Just try to breathe. Um, would incense help me at all, or no? It might. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times in religions, people will use incense as an offering to the gods, so you can you can try to light an incense. So I'd probably here. like wet the ground under it though, just in case. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> burn down my tree. 
Yeah, and like then that. just yeah, just just close my Would eyes. Would that be something? Yeah. <laughs> Most Praise nature. Oh, sh- <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so you have your like, you know your. Your yeah, I guess I would just kind of, yeah, just depend on them to help me. With the incense. Um, is it any kind of special incense, or? I just wrote down five incense. Okay. So you, so you light one. Um. Sandalwood. So I'll say, it's, um, what kind of scent do you feel it would be like that, that you would like to get into the zone? It would probably just be like a really earthy, earthy <laughs> like sandalwood yeah. type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Here. It's alright. I don't know how this works, but. Maybe like before I was meditating quietly and now I'm speaking aloud. Okay. Do you say anything? Um. Like, are you trying to speak to Maliki directly? Yeah, yeah, I guess I would. You know, I'd be like, I don't know what to do. Like, it's not you. I know that you're doing everything that you can. I just feel that we are not doing enough. Me as a person, like, what can I do, Maliki? Like, please, please help me. Please help me help them. By them, I mean the forest animals. Yeah. So, you're praying to her. I would say make a religion check with advantage. (laughs) With with advantage, which means you roll twice and you take the higher number. All right, we got. 19. That's pretty good. All right, yeah, we'll keep 19. Okay. So you roll a 19, so you're, you know, you are. You're desperately praying. You're openly speaking to her. You have your incense lit and your equipment and just everything in your power to try to commune with this forest goddess. And as as you do this, um, are your eyes open or closed? Closed. They're probably closed. Okay. As you do this, you feel a nice warm gust of wind kind of circle around you and you um behind like the lids of your eyes you can feel um like a bright green light but it's 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 bright but it's like the color isn't like neon it's like just it's a it's a nice bright color but it's soft if that makes sense yeah yeah um it's like the color is intense but it's like a calming effect, essentially. So it's a soft, like, green light. You feel this gust of wind around you. Um, and you feel that you are not alone. You you feel this presence near you. And as you do, you'll hear this... You hear this, like, clap of hooves in the, in the earth. And it kind of stops behind you. So, yeah, so you hear this sound behind you. Yeah, so I guess I would, you know, sit down what I was holding, and uh, I'd get up and turn around, just assuming that it could be something else in the forest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you you will hear, rise, my child. And uh, as you turn around, you see this beautiful unicorn. It's this pure white creature with this... I hate you, Nicholas. <laughs> and it's, its horn is like a silver that almost seems to faintly glow. And atop this unicorn, you see Lucy. <laughs> you don't see Lucy, you see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Lucy! What's that? It's a child! <laughs> you see a rather robust woman with a deep like chestnut colored hair 
and she has on like a crown and this crown has it's almost composed of um like green leaves it's almost like a flower crown um i'd say it probably has like white flowers adorning her hair as well and um she also seems to have a faint glow around her as if she's not from this realm and uh this is the first time that you have seen maliki in person but i would say you immediately recognize her for who she is um she's on top of her well-known unicorn and um although she seems like a very powerful woman and unearthly she also seems tired and you see um in what should be a very soft face you see uh, a couple harsh lines So yeah, you see this woman atop, atop her unicorn, and she kind of like, she goes, and she pulls on the reins a bit, and she, uh, she, she was kind of riding side saddle, so she just slips down off the unicorn, and, um. No badass bitch rides regularly. Yeah, she's wearing a, she's wearing a very elegant dress, but it's simple, but it's beautiful. It's, uh, a nice deep green, and, uh. Yeah, she she stands before you, and oh, it's almost as if the incense is is stronger in her presence, and um, the tree has like flowers blooming on it, and it's a very beautiful scene. What, honey? And um, Maliki kind of smiles at you, um, just like a soft, closed mouth smile, like the corners of her eyes wrinkle up a bit. And, uh, and she says, come and walk with me. And she, uh, she takes you away from the shrine and to walk deeper into the forest. And oh, I didn't she... even ask her. She actually wants to go with her. It's fine. <laughs> well, she she's just going to automatically turn and assume that her yeah. devoted follower is going to yeah. listen to yeah. her. But do, yeah, do yeah. you listen? To I do. I crouch. I crouch. I crouch and I pick up my prayer wheel because I dropped it out of shock and I like tuck it yeah. in and then okay. <laughs> very quickly so, scamper yeah, she, off after. Uh, <laughs> she she has taken a couple steps, but she kind of stops. She doesn't even look back to see if you're fine. It's almost like she just knows and she's waiting for you, and you catch up to her very quickly. But she um. She she starts to walk with you throughout the forest. Her unicorn kind of goes, and uh, it kind of stands by by the tree and is is just waiting for uh, Maliki to finish communing with you. But as as she's walking with you, uh, every step that she takes, it seems like the earth uh, starts to bloom a little bit. Like they're just kind of flowers walk up on the like, not walk up. They pop up on the path, uh, kind of beside you guys. Um, it is, she is like a life-giving goddess, uh, but it's like as soon as you guys move away from the area, they kind of wither and go back into the earth. So, um, while it is, it must take immense power to have that kind of effect on the land, you can tell that it, it's kind of dissipating faster than it's just not enough. It, especially with how high your religion check was when you were communing with her. Yeah, you, you, you've sensed a change in the earth and and with the goddess and so she's she doesn't say anything for a moment um i can probably like feel her sadness yes. though, and it's like affecting me too yes Just, so oh. she she does she feels sad but almost like she's trying not to show how yeah. sad she is uh but like you understand because you feel the same way so um 
She stops walking finally and kind of turns to face you and she looks at you. I'm trying to figure out which set of my notes I want to use here. Because I have two. And she, she says, times have changed and you have never doubted me. And um, she just nods and is still smiling at you and she says, and for that I am grateful. It is people like you that are the reason that I'm able to appear on this plane at all. Um, and she kind of, she does, she, there's that just sadness is emanating from her and you can tell, like I said, she seems tired, she seems weak. This is normally a goddess when in her full power, like you shouldn't even be able to look at her. She should just be so stunning and strong. Um, she still carries herself yeah. with confidence and strength, but it's, it's a sad, uh, inner strength that shows that she's kind of barely holding it together. And, um, and she kind of waits for a moment and she says, I have a way for you to help the forest if you are willing. Anything. I'll do anything. And she, and she nods and she says, it will be a hard path for you to walk. But I will watch over you every step of the way. You have my word. You have been my most devout follower, and for that, I have chosen you as my champion. I gift you with this magical ability to go forth in my name and to regrow the forest and bring glory back to our people and to my name. Uh, and she she kind of closes her eyes for a moment and she takes your hands in hers and she holds them tightly uh, and you feel this power kind of surge through you and it's almost as if some of her essence is making its way into your body some of her energy in it again you feel things blooming around you and you feel this gust of wind and this soft glowing light this soft faintly green light but not in a sinister way. Yeah. In a, like I said, in a, in a calming, uh, natural way. And so you feel this energy kind of pour into you. And as it happens, you do notice that she seems a bit weaker again. But you feel stronger. And um, this is a great honor to be chosen as Maliki's champion. So, uh, especially since you've been so devout, this is probably very emotional for you. And, uh... She continues to hold on to your hands as she puts this energy into you and she says, My powers are weakening as the forest does. I have given you what I can, but you must go out into the world and make it your own. You must learn from others how to cultivate this magic and find a way to make these forests alive again. Even I don't know what's happening. Uh, normally I should be able to see everything within this realm, but my vision is blocked and I do not know why. Um, I cannot travel on this plane much longer, so I must ask you to do this for me. I feel like by this point, like, tears are strange. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's an emotional moment. Um, just with, like, sadness and then just pride of being chosen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she says... You must go, and you must begin immediately, but you will not be alone in this quest. The one you seek is the keeper of the blue beacon. It will light your way in times of darkness. 
Oh, I wonder what the blue beacon is. I'm imagining him looking at his note. <laughs> yes, I will go. It would be wise to take anyone you can think of who who can join you um, that may be able to aid you on this quest. But you must be careful. Uh, magic can be dangerous. Thank you, Maliki. I can't thank you enough. I'll do everything I can. And she, she smiles and nods a bit, and she looks at you, and there's this emotion in her eyes, and it's just this, this love that she has for her people and for her land, and you can see that in her face. I can feel it in my mm-hmm. soul. And, and she says, no, thank you. Oh, all the tears. Yeah. <laughs> she says, I will walk with you a bit longer. Um, but I cannot stay. And, uh, she'll kind of walk the path back with you to the shrine. Uh, you'll notice, uh, make a perception check for me, actually. Fifteen. Fifteen. You'll notice as you're walking back that, um, the flowers aren't, aren't growing in her steps anymore. And it's as if she's given you her last little bit of energy that she can manifest um, at this moment. Lucy, please stop. <laughs> and um, my baby. But but she seems more at peace than she was before she chose you. It's as if knowing that that power is in is in your hands <sighs> is um, is comforting to her. And so, okay, Lucy, are you done? So she walks back to the shrine with you, and the unicorn is still there waiting for her. And um, she she goes to get back on the unicorn again, and she looks at you, and um, she kind of beckons you forward to her and to the unicorn, and uh, the unicorn will kind of lower its head and it'll uh, reach its nose snout. I don't know what horses have. What does it say? It's a snout. snout. So it'll kind of reach its snout out to you. Um, You can make an insight check. Oh god. (laughs) Where is insight? Sorry, I'm working hard. That's okay. It's a nine. A nine? Oh, do these little X's mean anything in the circles? It means you marked it that you gave two extra points in that. It means that you're you proficient in that. You would so include. You, you would have included that. Okay, with the I just plus. wanted. I just yeah. wanted to make sure. Well, okay. we made it. I included that. Okay. that I just for wanted you. to make sure. A nine. Do you have any experience with animals or any animal spells or anything? I do not believe that I do. Okay. I don't speak with animals. I can learn. I mean, to I, I have. <laughs> I have plus two animal handling, but you're not there, Annie. Um. <laughs> I mean, a nine, a nine should be fine. You're you're devout with Maliki, and you're familiar with her unicorn. Honestly, whose name escapes me right now. I have to write that down again. I apologize. Thank you, so, kind I was gonna say, <laughs> oh gracious, DM. I know. Um, Thank you. So, uh, yeah, Sierra, remember the unicorn's name. It's very important. That's Maliki. Shout out, Maliki is one of the few things that is not homebrew in my world. Uh, 
Kira has chosen this goddess to worship and I've allowed it, so I need to familiarize myself with it better. So that's a... Shadowfax is fine, though. We're that's calling a, it Shadowfax. That's a, that's a DM note for me on something I need to be better on. So uh, I need to research that again. But the unicorn does have a name, but you, you recognize the unicorn and its name. And um, it's reaching its like face out to you for you to put your hand on it and like pat it gently. I wanted to pat it. I'm gonna I'm gonna pat the heck out of that. Yeah, so you put your hand on it and I'm gonna put a hand like under too. Yeah. Yep. So you kinda gently hold it and you again you feel that energy and you're holding his nose. And um you you feel this is a blessing from Maliki and that the unicorn especially um she rides that unicorn into battle so for it to be so soft with you must speak volumes um and the unicorn closes its eyes and maliki closes her eyes and she has that soft smile again and then um they kind of just fade from this plane that wind kind of picks up again hands are empty now yep yep and you kind of just feel slowly them fade out of existence and that your hands are just in the air at this moment and so um Maliki has uh given you this quest so you must go out and yeah. save the forest and your peoples and figure out what's happening to it so it's you have been she's trying to get you you have been officially blessed by Maliki and chosen as her champion. So that feels pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah, a good that is something that you can do. Um, so what would you do with this knowledge now? Like, what would you want to do? So I would need to. I would definitely need to come up with a plan. So I think I would go and I would meditate again. You know, so I could feel like I was with Maliki for a little bit longer because I want to. You know, holding on to that feeling because mm-hmm. it was so amazing. Yeah. And uh, I would have to think of the only person that I, maybe I have like a little scale in my pocket so you know, I feel it. I wish I <laughs> wish <laughs> it's all <laughs> my heart. Like, ba- yeah, like, like a baby, baby scale. Yeah. <laughs> Adorable. Maybe I have it on like a necklace or something. Why are you fussing all Sorry. No, you're fine. Okay, so yeah, so you yeah. you pull out the scale and you remember your child. And I would have to think about, you know, either, I don't know if there's like a mail system, but maybe like the last letter that she sent me or the last time she came to visit me. Do you want your tablet? wants to just sit with me. It's okay. So, so you feel this, um, so would you make your way to Sorrow's? Yeah, I would just remember, like, like I said, either, like, the last, like, if she's able to send me, like, a letter or a parcel, or just when she came to visit me to tell me about her adventures. When do you think that the last time that was, Sorrow? It's probably, oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. What, what did I do? The last couple centuries. (laughs) (laughs) How old am I again? I don't have my age. I don't. How how fast do dragons? They they age age rapidly. That's what I was saying. Should I only be like ten? They mature rapidly. Yeah. They age up around the same rate as So, humans. like, you wouldn't, like, yeah, it's, like, if you're 20 or 30, like, your mm-hmm. body won't be old, but your maturity, like, I think be. they're adults by, like, 12 or 13. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, but they, they, mat- like, they, they have the same, like, It's kind of like 14, maybe 16. It's kind of like the first few years, they age really rapidly, and then that age slows down and kind of stops, so... 
Like birds. <laughs> and you're Dragonborn is special, right? Do you did you have wings or a tail or something? I can't remember. I think you have both actually. I think you asked for both. I yeah, didn't so ask for both, yeah. and I have allowed that, so See <laughs> Dragonborn don't have wings, but fuck that rule. <laughs> <laughs> I'm special. <laughs> Y'all so Yes, baby. Um, mm-hmm. So it'd just be like I'd say the last I visited her not too long ago. Probably be like I feel like at least three years yeah. it's been. That's what I was thinking too. I was thinking that it's been enough time that it's been a minute. But not but, too long. But I know what you're like, doing. Like a visit right is now. coming up sh- mm-hmm. like a visit's due because okay. it's it's been some time, but not too long. But like mm-hmm. I'm like I should probably reach out to her shortly because okay. it's been a while. Um, about how far away do you think you live from her? Do you live close? I do you live... I want to say I don't have a home. Okay, so you're kind of like a nomad? You kind of just travel? nomad, traveling, you know, spreading peace and love. I have a home. <laughs> if I ever need it. Okay. So, it is much easier for you to get in contact with her yes. than it is for her to get in contact with you because she doesn't it. know where you I can be. I don't have an address slash phone. Okay. <laughs> type. Um, I... Since you raised her, I am wondering if maybe I'm trying to think. Maybe Could there be like a magical item. I was even wondering about maybe the scale. Like if you oh. rub it a certain way, perhaps <laughs> like dragon locate. tails. <laughs> not necessarily locate, but um, it <laughs> might it might <laughs> resonate with you. You might have a feeling in which she wants to see you. Um, like so, you like you can kind of rub maybe, the scale. Like, Praying on it, yeah, like, yeah, and like so, um, it probably when it when the it beacon works, is lit. The beacon is when lit. it works, it probably glows a little bit as well, and so then, um, and she may probably just like a little twinge. That, yeah, like, like you just kind of maybe feel. on like that part of your body. Maybe where you yeah, lost that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. yeah, maybe it almost like uh, tickles a little bit, like you almost can feel oh, it. <laughs> oh God, what's that? Oh, okay, it's okay. It's just mom. It's just mom. <laughs> So, so she has the scale out, and she's kind of rubbing it, you know. I'm definitely saying I wish, I wish with okay. all my heart. <laughs> okay. Okay. Remember, remember that really stupid ringtone? Your mama's calling back <laughs> from the freaking early 2000s. Yeah. So you feel, you, you suddenly feel this urge to visit your mother. I'm just um, hoping. Just like, you can. Like, I hope it's works still. Because it's been a while. Like, maybe the magic has faded a little bit and it's getting weaker over the years. Yeah, it prob- it's not. Uh, She's really it's, hoping that. Yeah, it's not work. super strong. And or also. Maybe it, because I'm so strong right now. Yeah. With Maliki. That maybe, maybe it's that's more intense like more of a, oh, than fuck. you've ever felt it before and you know. You're like, oh, sh- oh my god. I would say. You never mean to love. She wants to be loved. I know. <laughs> And wouldn't it be awkward if, like, you're having sex or something like that, and all of a sudden the mommy tingle? <laughs> the mommy tingle. <laughs> My mother, what? <laughs> right now? What the hell's going on? He feels like. Hey, where was that scale? You just feel this sudden um, 
It could be more of like like you're overcome with emotion and your heart, yeah, and you just kind of feel like mommy, you know, like. Um, what did you say? And you, and you do realize it's been some time since you visited her, and it's almost like a little bit of a guilt trip. Yeah. Like ah. Uh, uh, yeah. What do you think? What do you think you've been doing? Time. Like, is there something you've been doing in particular? Uh, I feel like I kind of want to be more of like spreading peace and love. Like I, a lot of people have been down recently, especially with like the division yeah. and. Just a lot of people just don't really know what to do with themselves. So yeah. I'm running through towns with my music, and I'm yeah. just trying to spread love and put good people. So together. you're you are very familiar um, with the area. Um, oh, it's not hickeys, Lucy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Type it over here. Okay, type it over here. Good job. Mm. And uh, so yeah, you're very familiar with the area. Um, I would say you probably you were probably on your way. To the app. No, thank you. To the nearest town. And uh, you suddenly feel like you need to go deeper into Honest Day and find your mother. So what do you do? I definitely, I take you, like, you, 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 you feel that your mother wants to see you, but it's up to you what you choose to do. The level of, like, I have never felt a twinge this this It is very before. strong. So there is a strong need for me. So I am almost concerned, and I think I would rush to try to find her. Do you think you share your mother's um, religious beliefs? She definitely started me off when it when I was young. Okay. But it, um, I kind of wandered off and didn't continue with it. But yeah. I still have very like I was I have the basics of everything, and um, it's probably like you're respectful of it respectful. and how much your mother cares about it. Mm-hmm. But it isn't it doesn't resonate with you as personally maybe. Is it like I definitely love the earth and everything. I just didn't like. You don't feel you need to pray every single day. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Like I'm definitely like aware of the goddess, and I believe in her and her powers and everything. Just more of your your way of being is to be out and in nature. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so you feel what? Yes, there is a lobster up there. No, there's a lobster in there. Move it. Move it. Keep going. No more lobster. Why don't you play with your ponies, okay? So you you were headed into town, uh, but you feel you probably should go visit old mum. So, uh, so you I would imagine you probably turn around on the path then, and uh, where would you think would be the first place you would go to find your mom? Um. Honestly, like, I feel like knowing that she prays every single day, I think I would probably be lying it to the, um, <laughs> to the shrine. Oh, to I the would, shrine. I'd like to imagine that I, like, leave and then I come back and you're just, like, chilling there. I feel like she probably won't, won't be there when I first get there, you know, okay. but, like, I definitely be my very first. It's like, with, like, how much she raised me. Like, she did raise me a lot on the religion, and I did pray with her when I was little. I just didn't yeah, continue to on yeah, And perhaps, since she carries your skill, okay. maybe she can't you find you, but you can find her. It's mm-hmm. like you're drawn to the missing part of you. Yeah. Um, you probably, well, I said I imagine it's probably like a baby scale or something. It's also yeah. probably a, a trust thing mm-hmm. in that she allows you to possess that um, mm-hmm. 
because she cares for you. Like, that's not something she'd want everyone to be able to it's just like, have. I don't want it to be lo- able to be located. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. That twinge every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you... Um, yeah, I would say, um, I would make a survival check, because that's what you make for tracking. Uh-huh. It's a wisdom ability. It should be in your skills. It's a What was it? Survival. That's what you use for tracking. four, actually, in survival. Seventeen plus four. Oh, that's a unnatural twenty-one. Okay, so uh, yeah, you—it's almost like a homing beacon that you just. Uh, it was so strong. <laughs> you're walking down the very familiar path. You—you uh, you know exactly how to get to this shrine. Uh, you went so many times with your mother. You think you could find it from anywhere in the world? Someone could drop you in the middle of the world and be like, "Okay, get to this shrine," and you're like, "Watch me do it." And like a dog. So. Um, so as you're walking through the forest, um, you'll notice since the last time you've been here that, um, there's some charred remains of trees and things. The forest seems a bit more scarce than it used to. Um, there's been probably a recent burning from a forest fire. And, uh, you have all these abilities to, what, speak with animals and other stuff. Um, but you're not seeing as many animals on your, uh, on your travels back to this shrine. Oh, um, mommy! But with, yes, baby. You're done. Okay, we'll fix it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you'll, you'll, I'll say, especially with the natural 21, you get there very quickly, especially because she's getting agitated, so you're able to kind of, uh, walk up, and you see your mother there, and she's still kind of still has her hands around the scale and um it took you almost no time at all to get here i would say you, you probably kind of made haste as well even say if you wanted to use your wings a little bit you could have flown a bit which would have sped up the process and um you probably just like straight shoot up to this guy then behind it yeah <laughs> lucy she's just throwing everything on the floor to be a brat so you, your, your wings kind of go, <coughs> and you kind of descend, and you land on uh, on the ground. I definitely hear you. I oh, smile. Yeah. I smile and because I know those wings. You feel, I remember uh, yep. flying lessons. <laughs> and you feel, uh, you know, this kind of weight in the earth. <laughs> I watch those cards. Those cards are going next. I know. <laughs> So you, yep. So you, it definitely be a super strong yeah, embrace. <laughs> Your sorry, mom gets you this no, big old hug. No, 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 see. You want to pick up the ones off the floor? I can help you, but like, you know, not I would just like instead of her getting the toys, no, throw on the floor. I'm trying to get at least everyone together. Yeah. Because then next time we can do the whole can actual. Can you help your mom pick up the toys? No. Lucy. I'm sorry, this is a nightmare. I didn't know she was going to be this grouchy. Yeah, let's not post this one. Huh? Let's not post this one. You gotta do it. We'll send the file to go. And, uh, so, yeah, you, um, you're reunited with your mom, yeah. and she gives yeah. you a big old hug. And yeah, I want to know everything about your life, you know, because that's more important than my mission. Is <laughs> yeah, so she starts momming it up. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere you've been, and 
Yeah. So what are you well, doing now? Where are you going? I can't pull you. Where am I going? Um. Well. Mm. Oh, jeez, my mind is blank. <laughs> <laughs> Have people been kind to you? Here and there. You know, not everybody's all about the peace. <laughs> or music. Oh, my daughter, peace and music. Um, it has been rough out there. You're probably wondering why I called you here today. <laughs> well, that, that's when it was pretty strong. I was yeah. here to concerned. tell you about the Avengers. Well, it's, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, Maliki appeared to me today. Maliki. Maliki. I know, I know. I didn't imagine it or anything. Are she you was sure. I'm, I'm very sure. You weren't having any of those berries. No, right? none of the berries, none of the mushrooms either. <laughs> not this early in the morning. What about that one plant? <laughs> she appeared to me. She appeared to me on her on her unicorn. And unicorn. She, you know that she rides the unicorn. Don't you didn't ask if she licked any toes. <laughs> <laughs> you should know this. <laughs> Have you been praying? Oh! <laughs> I think to myself sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Thank about you. I guess that's all. I know she hears me in my thoughts. She does. She does hear you. I've been praying enough for the both of us. I just worry. She. I'm sure you've noticed that the forest isn't isn't what it used to be. It does not. Can't even look at this tree. There's no animals. There's no flowers. And everyone's been fighting. They have. They have. She <laughs> she came to me because she wants me to help. She says that I can help. I need to find the man with the blue beacon. Whoa! Man with the blue beacon. I know. I know. It's not much to go off it's of. Very, but, it's very vague. But I believe that if we, we just have to trust her, we just have to follow our faith. Well, I mean, I know my way around. I know a couple people. Perhaps, have you heard anything about... I haven't heard much, but I was just passing through a town, and there were some odd fellows uh, <laughs> disrupting this, this man's bar. Um, okay. But I feel like if we had to start somewhere, I feel like those odd fellows would be a good <laughs> She told me... She told oh, me to look. For, <laughs> she, she told me to look for magic too. Do you think that they might know anything about? Magic? I mean, the way that this guy presented himself, <laughs> I just see like there was something odd about him. It's definitely strange. I will trust. Speaking you of magic, <laughs> you now being a bard know a little bit about magic. You actually have some magical ability. I don't. Does your mother know about this? Does she know about? This? Do I know about this? <clears throat> I mean, mm. you grew up with magic. And I feel like I can't really hide much from her, so I feel like she would know. Or if she doesn't know yet, she'd be like, "Hey, mother." I've learned some yeah. stuff. I can ask you. Life. I can ask you how you know. <laughs> what kind of things? Yeah, because I can ask you. You know, if you are learning anything, like you know, yeah. I am learning some things. Um, I've actually learned quite well how to sp uh, speaking with animals and them uh, comprehending ver uh, verbally. How useful, you know. And then, and I also like I, 
I also, I've actually been studying. You would a consider lot of that images. a gift from Maliki yeah. as well, yeah. probably. That I uh, feel like I would just be super taken aback by how yeah. amazing that would be. And it just came to me one day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Praise Maliki. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, this is where Mom's like, God's good all the time. I'm actually Bye. really good. I've learned a lot of languages. I can comprehend languages as well. Um, <laughs> I'm proud of you, daughter. You've grown so much in these three years. Three years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I took off a lot more with my skills. Like I probably was starting off a little bit mm-hmm. like since the last time I oh, see. Yeah, yeah. since you know, you're, since you're becoming rapidly. a first-level adventurer. So, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You've, you've blossomed into the beautiful dragonborn you are today. Your <laughs> scales are so shiny. <laughs> oh, in case you guys didn't know, I'm also blue. I have long, flowing silver hair with golden Ooh. honey eyes. Yeah, you're just so stunning. So pretty. Daughter. God, you weigh 280 pounds. Of course you do. Scales. Scales, wow, so wings, big. tail. You are massive. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, don't know. I was like she looking at you thick. how you are. <laughs> She's thick. Just like my Maliki. That's six how feet I like them. Six I'm like, I'm 5'1". I'm like, yeah, I look at you. <laughs> I will hold, like, when I hug you, it's just like around your waist. <laughs> Mom, am I adopted? <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think that? <laughs> no, I think I'm very, like, I know parts of my, I don't know the, I feel like it's been hinted at me what exactly how she always found, but not, like, the full story. Okay. I don't know exactly how she yeah, found me. I probably wouldn't want you to know that you were most likely stolen from, you know, your parents, your mother, <laughs> your father, whoever. As far as you're aware, Sora, you have never seen another creature like you. I, I figured as much. You I obviously, you, you stand out <laughs> yeah. a little bit in the in the elvish tribe. Yeah, that's a, a main reason a lot of people don't realize. Your, your mother kind of kept you secluded from the other people, but obviously you don't look much like her. And uh, you've what seen... What was that? Just an iguana. Don't worry. <laughs> you've seen some of the others. Iguanas of unnatural size. <laughs> so... So you have this nice little reunion with your mom, and you think, yeah, I mean, the best place to start would be going into into town, um, perhaps even just to kind of get an idea of, like you said, some some other peoples who may reside there. Um, yeah, so we yeah, probably ask around about those. You can ask around yeah. about the blue beacon. Yeah. And, um, so you guys, would you want to go, like, home and pack anything? Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably need to get, like, rations and things like okay. that. I'll lock up the house. Do <laughs> you have any, like, possessions that are very dear to you other than your religious things? That- um, probably not. I don't think I'm a very material person. Okay, I that's mean, understandably yeah. so. So, you don't really have to, like, lock up the house or worry about no. anything. It's basically just to grab, like, if I needed, like, any food or... Mm-hmm. I can't think of any other things. Maybe refill my incense. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, you can, um... <laughs> grab some extra clothes. You well, can up you actually, can up your incense to, um... I'd probably say, like, ten. And you'll okay. have to kind of, like, refill them every so often. Actually, but. I feel like I would have... Because it was first thing in the morning, so I was probably wearing a type of common clothes. Like, I probably okay. wasn't dressed in, like, full garb. Yeah. So yeah, I that's def- how my character is right yeah. now, too. So I would definitely change um, into, like, my, like, traveling outfit, I guess. Um, what season is it? Um, I would say... 
It's I thought you were asking which season of PJ Masks. <laughs> I'm just really curious. I would say it's supposed to be spring, which okay. is also why the forest feels so unnatural at okay. this moment. So yeah, I would definitely be putting like full ceremony garb on, the green and yellow accents. And plus then that's super mm-hmm. recognizable as a follower of Maliki mm-hmm. and green and everything. And I'm her champion, so I definitely want yeah. to show. Absolutely. Yeah, that's probably all I would need, though. Maybe if I have any animals, make sure they're okay. Lucy. You can talk to them for me. You can talk to Juno for me. So you guys would head your way I'd grab my back to town, too. then yeah, you grab your weapons. Yeah. I don't know where the rainbow ball is, honey. Honey, I'm busy right now. I can't get it. I gotta get Dan roped in here real quick, so that way then I guess we can start the actual adventure next time. Right. Getting people together is a session in and of itself, yeah. so. And she doesn't help. Can you get whatever she wants, please, so I can actually work with the other people who still need to be introduced? Well, I can't get through. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so you guys start making your way to town. Yep. Um, catching up along the way. Yeah, absolutely. So that would be good. Um, we'll probably cut over to Dan so he can get a little bit of time as well. So, um, I know that you are a traveler to this area as well. Um, and you have a mask, correct? Yes. Specifically, this is going to be like a plague doctor mask to hide the fact that I'm an illithid because I'm from southern regions. And, uh... Down there, I'm assuming that they're still tracking me up north. Okay. Um, yeah, they don't take too kindly to people breaking away from the hive mind. It's yeah. very much a part of the ship, part of the crew. <laughs> oh, but God. I, I just didn't really care for their methods. Like, there's a lot of slavery, a lot of torture. It was just kind of mm-hmm. kind of crazy. It's very I inhumane. I ba- vaguely yeah. remember, like, my post-life, but this new life intrigues me more. Well, okay. at the same time, my so occasionally you might get a, a flashback or something like a really fuzzy memory or a connection to yeah. something, and you're not quite certain what it is. That's good for me to know as well. Unfortunately, I didn't tie in as well with the entire clan. Yeah. So. but you they are bitches. you are yeah. not traveling alone. You do have a little I companion. I have my saved cat. I saved his. I, I will say that he is kind of able to conceal his tentacles as they are a furry color that matches the rest of his body. Maybe okay. that sounds like a bad hairball day. He Boom. can he can maybe kind of like kind of wrap them around okay. his neck in a uh-huh. way that it's it the fur just kind of blends in and it's someone would have to have a very keen eye to realize like so hey for the Cerebmorphus I'm trying to go for I think I'm going to try and make it more of a more of a outer shell is not tampered with whatsoever type of thing. So it's and inner, it's, it's inside inner. him? That's okay, what I, thought, yeah. I will actually, yes, I will redact that. I'll absolutely love that. So that he's like cool. normal cat, but the process that the ritual that I actually managed to so do So like when he eats and stuff is when it manifests essentially? When they manifest from his mouth. Okay. Very cool. We'll definitely go that route then. Okay, so. I found the blue beacon. I <laughs> <laughs> <We> found it! <laughs> uh, yes. Dice towers. Um... So, yeah, this, um, you did this process to save this little creature's life, and you said his name is Goose? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you probably did this very recently. Yeah, Um, and I'm honestly kind of young, too. Um, for Ilfids at age nine, they're actually adults. Oh, wow. I'm 25. So you're older for an Ilfid, but... I'm still kind of young for an Ilfid, though, too. Yeah, yeah, because they can live a long time. Mm -hmm. Very long time. So... 
you've definitely been an adult illithid for a while, but... Yeah, long enough to realize that they're kind of messed up, and I don't like their methods. Okay. And I feel like there's a better way to further advance our species that don't completely traumatize people. And, um, how does, how does Goose look again? Like, what color is he? Or, like, type uh, of cat? Is he fluffy? Is he short hair? Okay. I'm gonna make him a little... I'm thinking on fluffy. Fluffy? Like, like for, Yeah, like nominate fluff. Oh. Like, big old poof ball. Love it. Oh. Yes. Or like a Maine Coon. <laughs> oh, yes. a Maine Coon would be really cool. Yes. I could do like a gray and I could do like a gray black Maine Coon, oh, like yeah. kind of like striped yeah. how this guy is a yeah. little bit, just both. black I with like gray it. stripes or gray I with like black it. stripes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, did you name him Goose for a particular reason? Um. The first thing he the ate after the ceremony. <laughs> you know, I actually kind of like <laughs> I feel like, and I feel like instead of meowing sometimes, he'll kind of go, <laughs> like he tries to make this meow, but it's so pitiful. Like, Maybe because he's kind of trying to speak out. through the tentacles inside yeah. him. Like so that. he kind of honks a bit like a goose <laughs> instead of meowing like a cat. Thanks, goose. I knew you'd understand. Um, <laughs> so. I, I also imagine, like, you know how, like, when Fifi sees, like, a, uh, a squirrel outside of the window, it'll, like, kind of do the little chirp thing and, like, licks its little, little tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Maine Coon-type cats would be more common in, like, the northern areas anyway and where it gets a bit colder and such. Um, I will say... It is a fairly young cat, but it and Maine Coons have a big build. Mm -hmm. Like they just have a—they're they're not beefy. chunky, but they have a big frame, so it's very large for a cat. Um, okay. Cheese. Oh, what did you get there? I got so, yeah. a camera. A <laughs> camera. Oh, very cool. Cheese. Oh, it's like making. Yeah, it's making like camera noises. I don't know what that, that is. is. Good job, Lucy. So, uh, so you're traveling with your newfound uh, familiar, your little cat companion. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think I'm gonna stroke my cat. Just give him a good old pet. Okay. Be like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Okay, we'll kind of stand up on his back legs a bit, like his paws kind of up in the air, like kind of rub his head into your hand. Uh, he's, he's just kind of trotting along with you. Are you guys just kind of like roaming the wilderness? Like, what are well, your? I, I know you're like trying to escape essentially and. Stop being tracked by the Could other illithids, but like, what is your other goals in this area? Um, my main goals is to learn about other species, okay. further upgrade my like current attire, honestly, to further hide my magical identity. Because honestly, I really don't want anyone knowing that I'm an illithid. Okay. I don't really want the whole species to be like, oh my god, he's fucking evil. Yeah. Excuse my language. No, but, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> we swear all the time. <laughs> she only ever copies me anyway. <laughs> Now you get yelled at for it. But, um, honestly, I think I'm going to travel town to town right now. I'm kind of looking to upgrade my mask. Kind of like how uh, Titus was, where he had, like, those little switches. Except mm -hmm. on the inside, I want to be able to adjust my lenses however so I So, Iron Man. <laughs> do you kinda have... Sorta, but, do you like, have they kind of, like, um, go in and out type of thing. Do you have any, like, tinkerer's tools or any, like, no, equipment that would allow you to do that? Perhaps... You can meet no, a certain Lord. man who likes to tinker with things know, that can help you with that. That would probably be very out. helpful for you. So I would say you're probably wandering from town to town. Um, some of the towns that you've been to in this area, they're few and far in between for one. 
And for the most part, most of the towns you've encountered are kind of like surrounded by farmland, um, have very like simple-minded individuals. Yeah. Thank you, Lucy. Um, so maybe like some... Uh, Chill, just like... You've probably encountered like... Um, I mean, like, the common, like, halflings and gnomes, but also maybe, um, a few elves here and there, um, okay. maybe, uh, you know, probably not any Ganassi at this moment, they're probably not really native to this area, uh, definitely not really any orcs or anything like that, uh, no dragonborn, but, uh, just a variety of, like, woodland <coughs> peoples, okay. um, pretty basic humanoids, um, most of them are, are farmers or just kind of live off the land and do do what they can. Um, a lot of these places are very <coughs> underdeveloped, like, technology-wise, so it doesn't really have anything that you seek. Like, none of them are really magic in nature or have right. any so I tech like that could help you or tools that could help you. So it's been mm. a struggle. Um, Why is that your back? You and your cat uh, managed to get along fine, you know, but you're, you're still looking to... Uh, improve kind of further your, your <coughs> and uh, so you're really just kind of starting out process too yeah. because he's he's recently just went over under this change he's kind of freaked out probably oh definitely he's, he just needs some help oh uh, you'll have noticed that as a cat he still has that like hunting instinct Predator he'll come instinct. back to you with dead birds or mice and he'll kind of bat them around um but he seems almost confused as to, like, he, he can't figure out how to eat it like he used to. And it is just, he, he is just essentially piling up these little critters that he can find when he can find them because of his nature. But he, but he's like, I'm not the hungriest, but I want to eat. Yeah. So, so you'll okay. hear him occasionally, like, go. All right, kitty cat, let's, uh... He kind of is, uh, harassing you a bit, you'll notice, and he keeps dropping these things at your feet, like, come on, dude, you gotta eat, too. All right. Oh, very cool, Lucy. I'm gonna just kind of lean down, give him a quick pet, maybe try and see if he might need some nourishment or something, take my small knife and kind of cut open the head, that way he okay. realizes, hey, this this could be a little bit of nourishment, and try to nudge him to eat it a little bit. Maybe as soon as you it. kind of nudge him to do that, um, make an animal handling check for me. Oh, you okay, baby? Yeah, I'm Good. Why couldn't you have been like this the entire time? Sixteen. A sixteen? Okay, so you're like, you know, you're like, come on, boy, eat up. And, uh, it's like as soon as that brain is exposed from, uh, what, what do I say, like a rat or something? As soon as that brain is exposed, you just hear like a, and like these tentacles come out immediately, and yeah, it just kind of, yep, and he just kind of inhales that brain. Alright, I'm gonna give him a good little pet and be like, alright, that should help you out for a little while. Gets one time. He kind of goes, like, like he, he burps, and like as he burps, the tentacles come out and flicker a little bit, and then they go back inside him, and he starts <laughs> licking his paw, and uh, and he's kind of like cleaning his face up a little bit, you know, he's just kind of rubbing his face with his paw, and he, uh, he looks up at you and goes, so, he seems content. No. 
I would say. Lucy? Uh, so your cat seems content. Uh, you made sure that he was fed before, like, kind of, you know, somewhere in the woods that other people wouldn't really see this happen, right. I a imagine. little bit more discreet area. I'm not gonna uh, do it in the middle of the road. But you would probably feel confident enough to start heading to the next town then, okay. and, uh, and to feel like you, you, you can look for that knowledge that you're searching for. So, well... Can I Jumbo, use magic Jumbo, at this point right now? Rainbow, like, um, by any What, uh, what are you trying to do? So, I would assume that going along, I just kind of make my way to the town. Okay. And, uh, once I reach the town, I'd like to kind of do a quick glance over first, see what everything there is. Okay. So, uh, I guess let's do that. Do a quick, uh, look over. See what the town looks like. So, you see a couple different buildings. Um, most of them seem like a, a living space uh there are a couple there's a couple shops of like basic um lucy no it's not stop thank you so you see like a couple signs um over certain homesteads that appear for like tradesmen so like you might see like a tanner um, you might see like a blacksmith kind of area, people who specialize in these things. Um, uh, a, a stables where you see um, like horses and a variety of other wildlife, as well as uh, the local tavern, uh, which just kind of has a sign with a rather nasty looking rat on the outside of it. Um, you'll see... Um, it's probably um, late afternoon, so you'll still see kind of some people out in the streets kind of wandering about. Um, some actually have taken notice hey, of hey, you. Hey, hey, no, 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 no. That's sharp glass. No, 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 Excuse no, no, no. She was putting her finger Sorry, in. No. Honestly, damn, we move those real quick. But, Sorry, she's being such a butt. Yeah, like, it's like, I did glass blowing. We just yeah, popped them off because we're gonna hop cool. off them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it's literally just it's. She yeah, was putting her finger in one of the holes. Didn't want her to get caught. So, uh, so yeah, you see all these places. A couple of the people started to take notice of you. I mean, while you do have your plague <clears throat> doctor mask on, it's still uh, a bit unusual garb. Yeah, just kind of a robe for, over top of me and mask yeah. over it. I'm probably the first of my kind calling myself a doctor. Yeah, that, that <laughs> medical makes what? Sense. Medical advice. Have, you, have you seen that? Oh my god, let me see if I can find that. Okay, and I have some music that was going to be playing as well here. So, can you fix the ride, I should have been playing this while you're traveling with your cat. I apologize. But so yeah, you kind of wander into this town. Uh, it's a it's a pretty quiet town. It's not unlike other towns you visited, but at least there's more um, like work here. It's not so much just farmland as it is like there like are businesses actually... and like an economy and a yeah. community. And so um, it seems a bit more developed than some of the other towns that you've been to. Um, other towns you've been to, or villages, I keep saying towns, I mean villages, I apologize. But other villages that you've been to have mostly, like I said, been uh, farmland. Uh, it's kind of people living independently, not so much in a community. And there may be like a tavern kind of here and there. 
just like the local watering hole for people. But that's about it. You, um, you see just, uh, all these establishments. And like I said, a couple people in the streets are kind of like muttering. Uh, they've kind of like stopped and are kind of giving you the side eye and they're kind of muttering to each other. They seem very, uh, cautious, most likely. Yeah, you're a newcomer and you're wearing this weird outfit. Um, right. do you... Do you look threatening in any way, I guess, with me? I mean, with a dark robe and a mask, I assume people would be, like, kind of off-put by me. Yeah, so it's, you're you. definitely yeah. gathering attention, but it's not inherently negative. It's more just, like... Curiosity. Who's this new guy? Yeah. Yeah, and, um, is there anything else in particular you're looking for as you kind of stroll through this town here? Hmm. Well, I guess, let's start with... Um, kind of looking for any kind of tinkerers. I'm going to go to the local leathersmith. Right the leathersmith? Okay. So well, you'll kind of walk them. over to this building, and you actually see um, a gentleman working there, and he's got fiery, like, red hair, and uh, it's it's another, like, halfling um, person, so he's rather small. Um, he's actually using a step stool to kind of reach this rack, this tanning rack that he's using, and he's using, like, his whole weight to kind of drag the tools down and kind of, uh, mess with the hides and start to cure them and prepare them for leather work. Now, he doesn't make anything extravagant. He wouldn't necessarily make, like, heavy leather armor. He might make a, a few simple pieces, maybe, like, knee pads or, um, like, gauntlets, like, wrist guards or stuff, you know, very basic stuff that might be useful in, um, daily work life for these people, but nothing that you're going to be able to buy that's like what? you went down are you trying to get down or up okay so he's uh he even kind of is jumping a little bit and dragging his weight down to pull down on the hide but it seems like a process he's perfected he knows what he's doing obviously um so you go you go over to this guy like I said he's got like fiery red hair he's got uh really tan skin um obviously very short since he's a halfling uh he's in a cheery mood he's actually kind of whistling while he works a little bit thank you and uh he doesn't really seem to take notice of you he's preoccupied with his uh his task here hmm. excuse me sir you have some fine uh it looks like you actually mastered your craft how are you today mm, kind of puts his tools down he stops jumping and he wipes his brow a bit So he wipes his brow a bit and he turns around and uh, kind of dusts his hands off and uh, he says, well, yep, that's my job. You know, I, I do what I can. How can I help you? Well, not much. I'm kind of looking for some, uh, anybody that could possibly mess with a little bit of craftsmanship. Perhaps maybe some magical items or um, kind of mess with my mask here. You happen to have anything in, in the going on? Well, I, uh, I don't know nothing about no magic items, but, uh, let me take a look at that mask there. Um, unfortunately, I, it's, I don't really want to take What would you say the mask is made out of? I want to say wood right now. Wood? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Not exactly my material of choice, son. I, uh... I see that, sir. Hmm. Don't know the last time I saw somebody with, uh, some, some wood carving tools, but, uh, Gee, I don't know. There are 
there may be someone around here. You can always check the tavern. Some people have, uh, you know, post-it signs of, like, old equipment they're looking to get rid of, or it's a good place for new people in town to kind of see um, if there's any jobs available for uh, newcomers who might be able to help us out, you know. Intriguing. Thank help you, our sir. Help our community and uh, or ways that we can help you. Uh, so that, that's where mm. I would start. Otherwise, I mean, uh, I mean, the blacksmith may have some stronger tools than me that might be able to get through wood. I don't really know. He usually is used to working with metal, though, so... Do you think anybody in the tavern might understand anything about microscopics? Micro what nows? <laughs> a new prodigy to medicine. I'm sorry, sir. That's who I am. Did you say microscopics? Is that a joke about my height, sir? I'll have you know! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give him a good chuckle and say, I'm sorry, my dear friends, but no. <laughs> um... Oh, dear. All my right. turn. Well, I appreciate your apology, but you've done offended me, and I would like you to leave now. That's understandable. Have a great day. You do the same. <laughs> there, there are two options in that case. Yeah. You either leave, or you burn the place to the ground. <laughs> Always. And he kind of turns back around, and he starts... He looks, kind of notices the sun's starting to go down a little bit, and uh, he starts kind of untacking all this leather and stuff, and... Uh, Getting prepared to pack up for the day. Alrighty, Starts well. moving it to a shed, kind of ignoring your presence from now on. Yeah, that's understandable. Whatever. It does seem that, uh, and it's probably been in your experience when you have talked with, uh, no pun intended, small-minded people, that when you use bigger words that they don't know, they get kind of mad. and oh, uh man. And kind of... Well, don't like talking to you so much anymore, even though you've been nothing but friendly, so. Well, I'm going to trot on over to that weird-looking rat thing. All right, yeah. He said there were some interesting jobs or some Can interesting things people are trying to get rid of on the message board, so I think I'm going to go look at that. Take yeah, a look. so you kind of push <clears throat> open this door to this tavern, <laughs> and everyone who's talking in there... Hang on, Lucy. Everyone who's in that tavern right now just kind of stops what they're doing and turns to see who's come in the door. And you are just... How tall are you? Are you big? Or I don't know what size. I think they're tall. Tall. They are a little bit taller than average. I don't have it written down. I think they're slightly taller than humans. They are. Depending on the race that they actually go in and do whatever their little cinemorphous do. Yeah, sure. I'll be okay, like so six, this rather tall five. gentleman, like I said, you've noticed it's mostly a population of uh, halflings and gnomes. There are a couple people that are taller humanoids, though. Um, there seem to be a couple of, uh, I don't want to say dirty-looking elves, but very earthy. Uh, they wear kind of, like I said, like... Uh, do, do I see him coming? I mean, you, yeah, I mean, this big guy just kind of walks into the building. But you see a couple elves, and they have, like, high ponytails, and they've got, like, spears on their backs and stuff. And they seem to be popping in for a drink. Um, probably in from a hunt or whatever, you know, so... They're, uh... They're doing that. There's some nice music playing in the background, you know. They've got a little gnome bard in there. Uh, not a magic one, per se. Just someone who is a paid entertainer. A troubadour. 
and uh, he's got a funny little hat. It's like a little green, almost like a Peter Pan hat with a bright red feather. What's his name? His name? You don't you don't know his name. Unless you do, do you frequent the tavern often? Uh, I'd say so. I, I probably like, do. Uh, Titus doesn't. I feel like there's not much else for you two to do. <laughs> Uh, well then, you Well then, you would know that this gnome goes by. Can he please be Alejandro? <laughs> it was not gonna be Alejandro. Lucy, you changed my music. Um, his name would be. Oh my gosh! I didn't think this far. Um, I'm just trying to think of a good name. Nope. Child. Sorry, she keeps oh, listening. Turn off your screen. I'm trying to, but she keeps opening. Oh, so 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 Bob Evans, and his name is Alejandro, and I love him forever. He was such a good server. They were so stinky. Okay. And, uh, his name would be... Fuck, I can't think of a good bard name. Because he'd want to have a performer name, you know? But, um... Galley. Galley. See, Lucy likes it. Uh, his, his name will be Gallivant. Gallivant. Alright. Hmm. You want his name to be Gary? His real name is Gary. <laughs> <laughs> So, Gary, but he likes to go by Gallivant when he performs, um, he plays, he plays on a lute, um, and he, you know, he picks the strings a little bit, so yeah, he's kind of just playing like a cheery little tune in the corner, he's got a little, his little lute case is open, people occasionally will, uh, throw a couple cells in there for him, or, uh, or people, uh, will leave, like, the remains of their beers near his his display so and he'll, he'll gladly drink them he's very small he doesn't need much so well I, hearing that music i think when i come in just kind of nod in my head like hey this is pretty yeah. okay when i see him come in i literally go now that's a man i want to drink with <laughs> This creature, this bright red gentleman with horns, <laughs> shouts about, now that's the man I want to drink with, and, and Titus is, uh, he's kind of adjusting his spectacles, and he's kind of like looking to see who you're referring to when he looks at this big gentleman with a big mask come in the door. I'm gonna look at you. Baby. Not unless you give me a hug. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> hug me, brother. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll go in for a hug. Uh, okay. We, I feel like if Titus this hasn't stopped me, I probably had a few beers at this point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. He may only have one, but he probably drinks a lot slower than me. Okay. Yeah. Titus. Titus hasn't hardly touched his alcohol. Uh, if anything, he's taking the occasional sip, so that way you won't yell at him. But he's still pouring over his notes at the bar and trying to, like, scribble in his journal. And he's getting almost agitated that you're yelling and, like, hugging this random individual. Uh, and he's shaking his head, and he's thinking that coming to the tavern was a bad idea. But he, uh, he's continuing on, like, scratching in his notes as you hug this stranger. As I hug him, Stop. 
I'm gonna kind of glance over at that fine gentleman just working on his notes. I'm gonna kind of peeksee over and see if there's any determinable language. Um, go ahead and make. Do you, what languages do you speak? Deep speech, common, Sylvan, and Abyssal. <clears throat> make a history check for me. Uh, okay. Oh, cool! I get an additional. And I have a DM question for you. When referring to your backstory before you became an Illithid, is that something you want to come up with in the future, or is that something you would like me to do? As a small thing, I think I'm going to come up with it, but as like a small one, I'm going with a basic doctor thing. I just, um... It's something I may want to discuss with you. We'll discuss it out game. I'll see if you'd be open to an idea, and if you're not, that's okay. But, okay. uh, you, what did you roll? A 15. Rolled 10 plus You're five. reading this language that he's scribbling in his journal, and it seems like a mix. The things that he's writing, um, are in Orcish, so since you don't speak, uh, that's written in, like, the Dwarven script, so since you don't speak Dwarvish or Orcish, I'm gonna say you don't really recognize what he's writing. However, you will see because he's scribbling in the margins of some stuff. So, some of the writing that you see that he is um, tampering with is that he is, please don't hit the keys, Lucy. Is that he, um, it almost looks like a variation of common, but it is is hard to decipher. Um, you're not sure if it's written in a script like, um, like some kind of code or what um it's it's the right letters but it seems to be jumbled in a way that you can't discern the meaning behind them so it's intriguing yeah it's um it's it's intriguing for sure but you don't know 100 percent what he's working on you might be able to make out a couple words with a 15. well i'm gonna thank this fine tiefling for giving me a good old hug you're um, the kindest person I'll say that you do recognize one word with a 15 and you will see, um, you'll, you'll see magic in the, in the text, but you can't discern what it's referring to, yeah. Now tell me, what's with that? With what? The mask? Mask? You have to oh, remind me your full yes. name again. It's I know Flanarian. Flanarian. I keep wanting to say like Flanagan. Flanagan Rider. Yeah. So he goes. Uh, it's to protect me. Flanarian. You can't just ask people why they wear certain things. I mean, come on now. And he just respectfuls. He goes. I apologize for my boy here. And he kind of pats him on the back. He uh. We we don't get to socialize too often. Well, sir, it's fine. Negligence is best appeased by intelligence. I see you're a man of yeah, culture. He kind of take it back. Yeah, he kind of uh, adjusts his spectacles and he sits up and he says, I didn't know I was speaking with a fellow scholar. Well, neither did I, but my happy go lucky attitude doesn't always kind of match <clears throat> my shroud. Hmm, yes, that's an uh, interesting uh, thing you have there. Indeed, it is. It is to. Uh, Protect me from stuff, in a way. Let's, let's oh. just leave it at that. He kind of, like, walks up to you and he kind of taps on it a little bit. Uh, what would you say, like, the eye portions are made out of? 
Tiffany, I don't know how to set up peach and test. Um, currently a dark glass. A dark glass? Okay. I'm not going to say it's like in depth with like the monocles or anything just yet, because I have to adjust it to be able to get to that point. Okay. So, um, so he's kind of like tapping on the wood and the glass and stuff, and he says, did you fashion this garment yourself? Of course! I actually found a few spell par spare parts around my old home. I managed to do it just, uh, well, I had to do it in a quick moment, but I managed to make it. You happen to know anything about this kind of thing? Well, I can't say that I do. It seems a, a unique design, one I'm not very familiar with, but I do think that I could improve upon at least the eye portion of this mask. You see, glass is a very dangerous material to have near the eye sockets. Uh, and he kind of taps on his own glasses. He says, that's why I replaced mine with a very special material. I can't tell you how many pairs that I've broken. I'm going to kind of check out his glasses a little bit. Like, yeah, that is pretty intriguing. I like it. It looks like you can get many different levels of vision in this. Tell me, how far deep can I see with it? Can I see microscopic? Well, I can't quite see microscopic <coughs> vision. Uh, I haven't quite mastered that. I am looking for... Uh, technology that would allow me to improve upon my designs and improve upon the designs of many tools that we use in this society. But, unfortunately, I have not had anyone answer my wanted ads yet. Hmm. What do you want, my friend? My boy, did you put any up on the post-it board yet? You said after the drink you would put them up for me. Alright. <laughs> oh. May I have one, sir? A poster? Yeah, why not? Let me check it out. See what you guys got. Uh, sure, and I'll reach down and grab I'll one. I'll play in no work. My boy is not gonna get this expedition going anytime soon. I do plenty I of work, old man. I take one night off. <laughs> I'm gonna chuckle. There is an easy what? Easy? Oh, I'm sorry. There's an easy happiness between work and play. Take, for instance, my cat. And me and him hang out all the time. Oh, what a magnificent creature! And he goes and he kind of scratches the head of the cat a little bit. And he'll actually, Cats. uh... I want to, because I'm, I'm kind of tipped right now, I want to pull out my orb thing and, like, kind of roll it in front of him. Lucy! <laughs> so you pull out your orb thing, okay, and what do you do with it? I want to, like, kind of set it on the floor and kind of roll it towards him. Okay, so you roll the orb Mind towards him. Mind you, I love him, this thing. So I... And the cat looks at it for a minute. Um... Okay, uh, as the orb is kind of rolling, uh, the lights on it do flash a little bit. It's that blue light. <laughs> and, um, Lucy is playing the bard currently. Um, so as it kind of lights up and rolls across the floor, uh, he kind of does that little cat jump thing and like his paws are on and his fur on his back is poofed a little bit and his tail is up and it flicks really quickly. And he kind of looks for a minute. He looks up at uh, at Thoth there, and he goes, ah! and then he chases after the ball really quickly, and he starts batting at it. And as he bats at it, it rolls away. And as the ball rolls away, the process repeats again. And he chases it, and he stops it with his paw, and then he hits it again, and then it rolls again. And he's like, oh my gosh! And he runs up. And chases it. So he's just. Scampering through the bar, chasing this orb all around. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna enjoy this. This is interesting. I haven't seen my cat play like this in a hot minute. It is actually rather adorable. Cats love balls and they love lights. 
Well, thank you very much. So, what's your name? Flynn Damacus! Call me Flynn! Call me Thoth, friends. Thoth. Thoth. Alright, Thoth! <laughs> Simple, but, I mean, who needs an extravagant name sometimes? But, Flanagan. Flanarian? <laughs> oh, my bad. Don't call me Flanarian, please. Why not? I hear it enough from this guy. Oh, okay. Now, now, Flanarian, don't... Don't go on about that again. You know, I've practically raised you and taught you everything you know. And... Yeah, yeah. The, the, the rabbit, like, like he fell forward, but he caught... No, he's good. But it, it was just funny, like, I thought he was about to fall. Yeah, something just clenched when I saw it. I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. My leg was stuck under me, so I had to adjust. I'm sorry. No, I accidentally bumped it. No, that's like, I need to find a way to... It's kind of so hard to find this meme. Well, Flynn it is, my friends. And you are, sir? My name is Titus. Hey, Titus. Well, tight ass. Did you actually say that? Yes. Uh, he's gonna try to wallop you on the back of the head. Does a 13 hit? No, it's not. Does not hit? No, okay, not. so he goes to hit you, and he just kind of misses. He must, like, duck under yeah, his okay. hand really quickly as a reflex, like, you know so when he's gonna do that to you, yeah. And, uh, and he's just like, oh. And he's kind of crossing his arms and tapping his feet and going back to his notes again. And he's like, how long have we been here, my boy? I was hoping that we would have some answers to our ad by now. Uh, so what's this ad? Who wants to go on an adventure? So, well, he's smacking him and probably harassing him a little bit. I'm going to read the ad. Okay, you can read the ad. You guys are going to walk into the bar shortly. I really have to pee real quick, but then we'll wrap it up. So what does the ad say? Just like help It basically one. says help one and we're looking for those who can hold their own and who are willing to maybe put be put in a dangerous situation, but the adventure and the knowledge is worthwhile. Awesome. Hmm. I don't know if we can pay you. <laughs> Should I wait? For any interactions between you. Uh, I mean, if there's something basic you want to say to, like, me, or... Well, well, I don't know if Titus would, like, interact, because we're kind of in the same area. Yeah, yeah, he very well might, that's why, unfortunately, I can't speak for Titus. Right. Okay, my apologies, but I haven't peed, like, the whole time, so... <laughs> I was like, what's gonna happen? Okay. Um, so, yeah, as you guys, you guys are approaching the town, and you hear a bit of a noisy ruckus coming from the tavern, but most people are starting to head into their homes. It's getting later in the day. Um, <laughs> the bard is just... Still going. Going. Man, they're going. Yeah. Uh, he's just playing and playing, so there's like a loud kind of noisy music coming from <clears> one direction. Uh, most people are kind of scurrying into their homes, like I said. Um... Sora, do you think you've been here before to this town? I mean, I imagine you've kind yeah. of been everywhere. I, I, like, I feel like this is a town I was in right before I got to Twitch. Like, I was passing okay. through. Like, so I, passing I witnessed through. The, them entering the bar. Okay. Okay. We're almost done. And, um, so yeah, you're kind of, you guys are walking up. I mean, I don't know what your, your intention is. Like, I know you guys are coming into town. I don't want to just railroad you into this tavern. Is there anything you no, want to I, go I mean, to or anywhere you I want mean, to go? I mean, I kind of, like, point. we were looking for somebody. And, like, yeah. I did, like, mention about how, like, we, I saw these a very odd fellows. Okay. And to be fair, you always find the cool people in it. Can you each make a perception check for me? Perception. 
Ten. Amazing. Uh, nine. We're not very perceptive, but... Um... You know, you're you're kind of walking around. You're maybe thinking you're going to start heading towards the tavern. As you do, kind of this, uh... Queen Elsa of Arendelle. The guy outside the tavern is ripping a piece of paper off the wall. It's been kind of haphazardly nailed in. He kind of crumples it up and throws it to the ground. <clears throat> you know, he's kind of mumbling under his breath the whole time. Um... He's very a very short man with like fiery red hair and yeah. so yeah as he walks away I probably you know grab it just to see because I'm kind of pissed off that he littered you know <laughs> yeah so you're like crumbling yeah, myself like, yeah uh, it's just crumpled up piece of paper like as you pick it up do you do anything with it do you look um, for yeah I would probably look at it I might see the letters you know magic like yeah oh, this is well, something I'm interested yeah, so in so you kind of unfold this crumpled paper and yeah you see you know. Help wanted, uh, magic users and magic seekers and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, hey, it's we're two to, of those to join this is, this ad- is adventuring, uh, inquiring adventuring <clears throat> parties. Well, this is somewhere to start. Yeah. If anything, they uh, some people that could help us on our quest. Yeah. yeah, perhaps they're still in there. So you guys start to walk into this tavern, and as you do, you see these rather large gentlemen, like kind of. Embracing, hugging, and yelling, and a bard playing very loud music, and uh, lots of people kind of just drinking and keeping to themselves for the most part. But yeah, you very loudly hear, "Who wants to go on an adventure?" Perfect. <laughs> and you guys That's look at each other, and for. you guys look at each other, and you're like, "It can't be that easy." Man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just watch for a little no, while. Is this what the people I look like? I think, think I'm gonna be like very weird. I'm gonna go join the bard on stage and pull my hood off. Absolutely. It's time for an adventure. Are you guys just playing? Like, do you start playing a song? Or are you trying to accompany their song? I'm gonna accompany their song. Okay, so. Um, would you say that you're familiar with Gallivant? Like, you probably have... It's okay. I've been in this bar before. Sorry, I think I'm, probably, I'm a little familiar with the other bards in the bar. I would definitely be smiling and clapping along. So, so Gallivant kind of looks at you and he smiles and he nods and he's going to start playing a song. Um, let me see if I can't find something fun. Uh, he starts playing. You know what to play. No, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> All I do is play Witcher music. Y'all. I'm trying. I'm trying to shake it up. Okay. I'm trying to shake it up. Skyrim music. Skyrim. <laughs> Lucy, don't put that on your mouth. Disgusting. Yeah. So he starts kind of like scrolling a little heavier on his lute. Uh, stomping his feet on the ground a little bit. Uh, hey! Oh, that's me. That's me. I'm in the crowd. Yeah, I'm excited. And a couple of the people are still kind of like, you know, shaking their heads at the bar, and they're, uh, they're still trying to enjoy their drinks. But a couple of the people are like, they're really here for this. Now we have two performers, especially uh, the gentleman behind the bar is ecstatic because this is another performer that he doesn't have to pay. <laughs> And I'm, I'm like one in the crowd, like walking around, yeah. and we're playing the music. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely like dancing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, so, like, An elf, a dragonborn, a tea <laughs> and a blue guy in a what vest walking to a bar. <laughs> and uh, a lot of dancing suddenly ensues. And the, the 
guy behind the bar is ecstatic. Um, he's also on a bit of a step stool. This is a lot of a lot of halflings in this town, so um, he uh, he knows that when people are dancing and enjoying music, that they're more likely to buy drinks. So he starts pouring a couple of drinks. <laughs> so uh, you guys uh, make a performance roll for me, Annie. Okay, so you're uh you're trying to accompany Gallivant a bit. Uh you guys haven't played together too many times, so he's playing the lead and all day. Yeah, so he's he's playing he's playing more of the lead and the melody. You're getting a couple chords in there with him, a couple harmonies, but he's for the most part playing the tune. Um, so they'd be like, here's a challenge for you. And then I'm just like trying to play along. Yeah, so like you're not utterly failing at it, but... I'm not familiar with the song. Yeah, but you're playing well enough to accompany him and have it still be fun. Uh, but you're not like a, a prodigy. So... So it's uh... It's, it's, like, it's not like a time I haven't spent like a hundred hours practicing this song. So it's still fun though when your mom's there watching you and she's all smiling. Yeah. Um, having a good time. Some of the people are staring a bit. Uh, <laughs> dragon just skipping around the bar. <laughs> well, there's this big guy in a weird mask and now this blue dragon looking thing that people just, they're not really, and the tiefling. Like these are all unusual people. The orc isn't as unusual, but uh, people are kind of giving him a. Uh, a weird look as well. He's also dressed really weird. Yeah, he is dressed really weird, and orcs typically are um, are known for kind of stirring up trouble. So a couple of people are keeping a keen eye on him as well. Um, but you guys are playing your song, and it, uh, you know, that what that particular one kind of wraps. That particular one kind of wraps up. Uh, some of the people clap. Um, a couple people will throw a couple dirt at you, so you'll get a couple copper pieces uh, for your inventory, like where it says copper. Um, I'd, I'd say probably uh, like two. He probably get like two. Gallivant's gonna take the majority. Yeah. Um, After that also ends. Gives you, someone also gives you a beer, like a full one. Really well After that ends, um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna quit dancing with him. Wow. I'm gonna like, oh shit, where's my orb? Where's that cat? Make an investigation check. Twenty-one. Unnatural. So, um, the cat has been kind of scampering between everyone's feet while they're dancing, chasing this orb around. Uh, now that people have calmed down and the song is over, you see it's on its back and it's kind of tossing it in the air with its Amazing. paws. Um, but you see the familiar glow of your orb. Um, so you're able to... I want to kind of go up to it and, like, snatch up the ball and give it a little belly scratch with the other hand. Okay. Make an animal handling check. Uh-oh. This is playing with the orb, guys. Excellent. <laughs> a three. Oh, no. <laughs> as you, uh, as you rub its belly, does an 18 hit? That hits. The familiar... Feel of a cat's death grip as you touch its belly wraps around your arm, and he starts kind of gnawing on you uh, with his regular teeth. Not enough that uh, 
it's doing any damage or anything. He's just latched onto you for dear life, and you have your orb in your hand, and he's still hanging on you. Not gonna lie, he's totally gonna like wrap his tentacles around your arm and just like try to eat you. He did just eat, so he's okay. It's more, it's more the cat instinct for him at this point. You're probably nervous. Let go! Keep it in, keep it in, Goose. I like lift my arrow up. Can you do something about this? Yeah, let me, let me try. I'm gonna telepathically talk to the cat. Okay. Um, do you have to roll anything for that, or it just happens? Um, all mind flares telepathically talk. Okay, cool. Um, so. between each other, they actually um, to significant, signif their uh, name. They actually do like a high pitch, like static sounds to okay. each other. Okay. other just instant information. Other illithids would understand that. Would they hear me? I guess it varies on my mask. Okay. <coughs> so, okay, so you communicate with the cat. And what, what do you tell it? Like, hey buddy, can you, can you, can you let go? Please? He kind of like releases his claws a little bit begrudgingly, uh, and he does kind of drop down, but he lands on his feet, you know, like cats do. So, as I'm telepathically talking to him, I'm just going to kind of pet him, be like, hey, chill. Okay, so you bend down and pet this cat, and he kind of sits down, and he's glaring up at Flynn. It's okay. He didn't do anything wrong. It's, it was originally his toy. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, kitty goose. So have you ever seen anything like this? Let me check that out. You realize that with like no words at all, he's able to get this cat to just chill out. Um, I honestly don't think I would have even thought about it. Okay, that's fine. If you don't feel that way, then then we won't do it. This is intriguing. It. Would you care if we kind of go somewhere a little less public to take a look, though? Because um, this is um, it's glowing in my hands, so it kind of yeah. I, I I gathered. We we should probably uh. Yay! Titus, I found us an adventurer. Bye guys. I'm gonna leave that. Have you put the signs up? Well, I mean, during this entire time, you did put them up, and you have one in your hand. We read one, yeah. Honestly, during this entire. Although I do feel like I said we found us an adventurer really loud. Yeah, and we're holding up this blue glowing orb. At this point, the music's faded, and we're seeing them talk. We're like, hey, are you guys the one that? Um, Christina, make an insight. Yes, yes, yes. Oh lord. <laughs> Seven. Hmm. You don't really think anything of it. It's not really clicking anything for you. Um. Yeah, you just see these unusual people who want to go on an adventure, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're they're people yeah, who need yeah, who yeah, need yeah, help. Yeah. It might be. You're, you're a good-natured person. You like to help people, so you're probably curious yeah, about probably what they need curious, assistance yeah. with. Especially now that you've been like imbued with this new power. But yeah, but um, I definitely feel it's like your duty to help people. I feel like Sora would take more of like the lead with like talking to people, though, because I'm still a bit timid, a bit shy, just because these will be some of my first interactions with like people outside of my clan or whatever. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm well known. Like, yeah, people don't really know, personally know me. So I mean I would probably like ask you like you know what do you think of them? They're odd fellows or is that normal for um here? You would th think like 
that maybe around here, but then there's parts. There are some strange fellow you will come across. Like there's there's a couple of every town. <laughs> so so you guys approach them then? Yeah, I think we approach them. Yeah. Hmm. Especially since he gave away that like people looking, he, he yelled looking for an adventure. And it says it like on the, doesn't it say yeah. it on the? <laughs> yeah. Does, does it say who's looking for? Like does it say who they are? And are they? Are they? Did they describe themselves in the poster at all? To like, I know there's Titus made the poster, so it would be Titus's decision, there. not me. I can't remember everything. Oh, does it say on. like who to ask for? <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it had Titus and his specific address. Okay, so I'm just, so me and Christina haven't really approached him yet. It's kind of like, Titus! Titus, is there a Titus in this bar? And he kind of like, <clears throat> abruptly looks up from his notes and he looks around and he goes, My goodness, I've never seen anything like you before, my dear. <laughs> and here I thought it was an old and venture. And yeah, he, he takes his glasses off and he kind of wipes him on his clothes a bit and he puts him back on and he's like squinting at you and he's like oh let me see you let me see you and he's like looking all over and he's a little bit handsy I feel like I step forward a he, little uh, bit he, just... he fidgets his hands a bit but not in like a creepy like yeah. way. <laughs> no, more, more of just like that he's an anxious uh, but excitable individual so he kind of like yeah, like, I think I would step forward just a little bit because like, I don't really understand many interactions. Yeah, and like, are you Titus? Like, do you ever say that? I can't remember. Yes, yes. And then your hand. Like, oh yes, of course, of course. And he like reaches his hand out and he he shakes. And he goes, oh, you've got a strong grip. <laughs> <laughs> I love Titus so much. Yeah, I am so wrong. We hold the he crumpled. Shakes his hand a little bit. Yeah, the crumpled paper. Like, is this your flyer? He goes. He kind of lifts up his glasses and he looks at it and he goes, Why, yes, that's mine! Flynn, is this your fault? Because <laughs> it's crumpled. You know? It's crumpled paper. <laughs> what, what's not my fault? I put the damn posters up like you said. I told you to post the posters, not to crumple the posters. That's a difference, my boy! A difference! Any freaking flatfoot could have grabbed the draw! <laughs> I'm still failing this order It wasn't him. Head. It wasn't him. It was it was the gentleman behind the bar because that was him, right? No, it was the leather. It's worker, a I think. different. Uh, oh, no, the there was um no, there was a gentleman outside the. Oh, okay, yeah. No, it was a rather. It was a small gentleman. It was not him. I would remember. That's racist. I would remember. <laughs> no, I'm five one. Can't I call people small though? I'll have to be having words with a. Oh, what's his name? Titus doesn't really know. The and I believe you owe me an home. apology. That is yet to be determined, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we see that you are looking for adventurers. <clears throat> and coincidentally, we are also looking for adventurers to help us on our own, a quest of our own. Is he still wearing the hat? Yes, the hard hat. Sir, yes. may I ask? I've just I've never seen anything like that before. What is what is on your head? Oh, this? Weird, right? <laughs> Well, this is something that I've put together from diagrams of ancient relics. I believe that people would wear these about to protect their heads and make sure that nothing would happen to them. But I've added this mechanism so that I can see better. And he clicks the button and the light flashes in your face as he's looking at you. My eyes get really wide. Yeah. Like, the blue beacon, I grab you. The blue beacon! <laughs> <laughs> the beacon is lit! <laughs> well, this, this light isn't, this light isn't blue. I don't blue. think it's that beacon. <laughs> <laughs> just stare and be like, <laughs> <laughs> Dan just engulfing the information. He goes, oh my dear, you, you must forgive me. And he no, like no. quickly clicks the button again and turns the... 
the light off. That is a bit of a shock to you because yeah. elf eyes can see very well in the dark. It's yeah. so just a sudden flash of bright light so I'm right definitely in your seeing pupils. Spots, yeah, I'm like <laughs> uncomfortable to say I'm the like, least. Yes, we're interested. We're interested in the adventure. I can kind of feel it that this is like I touch my unicorn, yeah. like my prayer wheel. I'm like, this is it. You know, this is it. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> Yes, I'm looking. I'm looking to get a team together. I, I'm, I've been this close to a breakthrough for so long now, but to actually get the equipment that I need to, um, to fix all of my all of my equipment and other things to get everything I need, um, to get things up and running and start finally making a difference in this town that I need to travel out to uh, this this place where I, I know it's got to be out there. I been going through all the books and all the maps and I'm certain, I'm certain this time Flynn, my boy, that I finally found it. A way to power all of my tools. Listen, I, I understand he sounds crazy, but I think there's a bit of truth in what he says. Um, and a lot of the villagers are kind of rolling their eyes. <coughs> They're rolling their eyes and kind of snickering at him and kind of muttering under their breath and pointing Do I hear that? Uh, you can make a perception check. Oh. We've not had good rolls. <laughs> uh, it's it's not good. Uh, it is a two. <laughs> you you either don't hear it or you just don't really care. You've come to expect that kind of behavior with Titus around. The way people tend to treat Titus, they tend to make fun of him a lot. I very much think of it as like how the townspeople kind of mock Belle and her dad mm-hmm. in Beauty and because the Beast he's yeah. because he's like a tinker and weird and different. Uh, it's, a, it's a similar similar thing when all they really want to do is help Except people. I am also a tinker. But because he's educated and uh, speaks in crazy words and has all these like weird old technologies he's seen as a bit of a dude. And, like, I, I know and he, hasn't, acted... he hasn't actually done anything the entire time he's been there so these people think he's just a nutcase unfortunately. I, I know like so far I've played like the nonchalant like doesn't care about anyone anything but um it, the main thing that I can think of is snarky like little Cirilla at the beginning of Witcher 3 yeah. when she goes to do her own thing and they're like why didn't you read the book and then she He's like, and then you bitch, find I out did, that read, she the did book. read the book. Yeah, yeah. Y'all just fell asleep, like that kind of shit, like yeah. snarky. But also, he he do, I do do what yeah. I should. Yeah. She's giving Vesemir some shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that kind of stuff. Rip does. So he uh, he kind of dusts his hands off <clears> on his pants, and he uh, and he looks at you guys, and and he says, "I must warn you that it, it will probably be dangerous. This is why I need a team." Um, and I. I don't have any money to pay you. All my money has been going into affording my rent for the house down the way. Teach me your craft, my friend. I've been saving up some money. I can maybe give you five apiece. We also. What's the what's the gold equivalent? Uh, it's dorada. Five dorada for each of you. Just come along and we'll split whatever loot we find. Um, make a roll for me, Christina. I'm trying to think what it would be. Um, over here. An, an intelligence <clears throat> check, I guess. Yeah. Plus zero. You have not really heard this term, Dorada. You don't really deal with monetary value much where you're from. You kind of survive by yourself and trade for the things you need. So you're not sure what he's offering you, but you. But I know this is like the path for me. Yeah, you know? make make another perception check for me. 
Oh my god. That's an at one. Oh my god. You poor thing. It's fine. I'm very, very sheltered. Well, it's three because perception is a nat one. Nat one is always a one. Just like X one is always a one. Some people are going to argue. Okay, this is where I get into a bit of an explanation. Some people will argue that um, you can't. That critical hits and failures are only for attacks, <laughs> technically, in the rules. Is the way that a lot of people play it. That you can't critically fail on a skill check, and if you are proficient in a skill, like you should still. Some people argue you should still get your pluses because, like, why would you suddenly forget how to do something? But you know how even if I'm super good at something, how I sometimes mess stuff up or I'm just having a bad day. Yeah. That's the way I like to play it. So Nick is correct. I do like to play that a nat one remains a nat one. A nat twenty is the best possible. Um, you do get to add your pluses to a nat twenty still, but it's the best possible outcome for what you're trying to do. Does not mean auto success for me. I'm gonna straight up tell you guys that right now. On a hit, if it's a if it's a hit on a creature, it absolutely does. Yes. But if it's something that's but if it's a doable, skill check, if you're a bard trying to persuade a king to give you his kingdom, and you're like, oh, not twenty. Um, you do to the best of your ability, you might even make a convincing argument that the king will chuckle at and think you're joking and let it slide, whereas he's not going to just And that one, he's going to try to chop your head off. Yeah, so... So you that's that's the way I tend to play them. So in that one, yeah, you're you're a little dazed and confused from that bright light in your eyes anyway. That's, yeah, there we go. Uh, that's confusing. How about you make a perception check for me? Please, daughter. Sora. I'm looking at Dan's. I'm like, where are my numbers? <laughs> We're almost done, baby bear, I know. Fifteen. Okay. Fifteen? You see that this uh, tiefling, and it's what you notice his horns too, which are pretty cool. Way. He's a creature kind Please. of like you, different, different race. Uh, but you, you're like, hey, fellow weird dude. But you see that he has this, he has this ball on his hand that's emitting a bright blue light, and you vaguely remember your mother telling you something about a blue beacon that Maliki told her to look for. So, so you're telling me it wasn't the the helmet. So you you see you see that <laughs> good one. Oh, that's, yeah. What's the number? What was the number? I honestly don't know. Uh, got some air though. You threw a die across the room and you didn't check what it landed on. So so you you think this may have something to do with the quest, or at least you you know you you think it is this might lead you in the right direction that your mother needs to go in. Uh, whether you convey that information to her or not is up to you. Um, trying to think of like if I should talk to her personally first or just. And you don't have to. Like, Whatever you feel like your character would do, you know, it's just something that maybe you feel inclined to help these people. Well, definitely, I feel like I would incite with you because yeah. we're never working on this mission together. And you've been pretty excited about the blue beacon because like, you saw a flashlight. You were like, and you don't know if this I've is the blue flashlight beacon. Before. But, like, <laughs> this is it. And everything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like the blue light, you know, like I noticed that this strange man is carrying <coughs> a blue oh, sphere. I didn't even of see light. that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, see that. <laughs> didn't even notice it. Oh, not, not even the cat playing with it. So yeah, so Titus, he, he's warned you that it will be dangerous. Um. You think this is it, daughter? I think this is it. I think we should trust them. Just what them. it? I don't want to trust them, but like, give them a chance. If you help me, we may better the lives of every person in this town and possibly the world. Like, and he seems very excited and confident. Well, in our quest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
what is your quest? <laughs> <laughs> Our quest. I don't actually say that. No, you sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, actually, you, you know what? I, said, I, I, I suppose it's the, it could be the least I could do if you're able to assist me. What do you need help with? Just allow us to come with you. And uh, well, you don't have to tell me yeah, that twice, yeah. boss. <laughs> I believe that at the end of this path that we are going you got on. The <laughs> It'll greatly benefit my home as well as well, everybody else's. Are we sharing the? Well, what? what, what am I yeah. like the well, he said with the world. And, he did uh, say with the world. And I said with his home and mine, because I feel like I wouldn't want to be like, yeah, this this goddess oh, no, like yeah, appearing to me. And like I said, I I believe that if we go with him, it will help us out because we don't really know what our quest is yet. You know, we just yeah. have to seek knowledge. Like just you know, just let us learn, just let us study with you. I would like to know about that blue orb, though. Are you actually asking him about it? What did what did we all? This? I, for the life of me, can't figure it out. Young Flynn came to me and showed me that one day, and I have spent years searching for meaning for him, but I haven't found anything. Listen, I I was a boy, and stupid me decided to go off into the woods and I found a ruin all I could find was this orb it glowed with this mysterious blue light and I've had it for about uh like 10 years ruin you say oh like 16 years ruin what would you happen to remember where that such ruin may have been located and generally miss dm would I I mean, um, you, said you, you were, were very, 16 years. Too. You were very it's been young. 16 years. You were yeah. very young. Um, you had the orb when Titus came into your life, so he wouldn't exactly know where to guide you to find more like it. Um, but you search for signs of it everywhere you go, or for others, or for something that will help you figure out how it works and what it means. But you've had it for so long, it almost feels like part of you. Mm -hmm. Like, I imagine even at night, you probably lay there kind of twirling it between right. your fingers. Like, I feel some sort of connection with it. Yep, and wondering just what what will, like, you, you almost hope, like, one day it'll just pop open or, like, it'll all make sense. Um, so you, you can convey anything it? from that, but you don't, sure. you don't remember exactly where you got it. You remember that you ran to your mother to show her all excited about it. And she, um, you remember her face almost looking afraid and how she grabbed you up, but she let you keep it, but she told you, um, that you mustn't go back there. I gotcha. Um, yeah. I, I so Titus, oh, I don't know if you say anything to her because oh, she asked you a question. I, I she yeah, asked if she could look, take a look at it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you want to look at the orb? Okay. Yeah. No, I'm okay. I mean, you can look at it. You can make an investigation check. Okay. Are we? Are we if you're both at looking at it, together, yes. yeah. Okay. Okay, it's a twelve. I don't add anything. Um, eleven. It seems to glow with a light. Uh, that both of you noticed that almost feels magical in a way, um, but you can't quite put your finger on it. Uh, it is interesting. The more that you um, like twirl it between your fingers and whatnot, uh, you almost keep expecting something to happen. Like you can sense potential in it, but you don't know exactly what it is. It is fascinating though, and um. Uh, it's it's nice to look at. 
So you look at the sword, but you don't really know anything about it. Um, you, I don't know if you pass it back to him yeah. or yeah. whatever. So, um, so Titus will look around and he'll say, "Well, I have three more people than I did today this morning." He says, "I think, my boy." that we finally are able to start our next adventure. So we should head back home and pack up everything that we may need. And he's standing up and he's getting out of his seat and he's got uh, all this equipment, you know, in his arms. He's like, yeah, I think just a couple more things and we can be set to head out. Do, do you all need a place to stay? That would be lovely. It would be and generous yeah, of you, thank would, you. We would appreciate it. Forewarning, maps. Everywhere. I love maps. And I wouldn't mind getting to know uh, some of these people a bit better before we set off, and I can prepare them a little bit about the mission we're going to undertake. I'm going to look at this dragon next to me and be like, what the fuck? Do I know about dragonborns, like, generally? Make a history check. Okay. Lose my history at intelligence, so... Three, five, okay. A natural 20. Uh, yeah, you know all about Dragonborn, but you haven't seen one that you can remember in your lifetime, and everything you've read about them, you thought they were extinct. You have wings. They're at least not from here. And a tail. You see this, uh, this gentleman eyeing up your daughter. All of these people make me just a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Those are my wings. But you, yeah, it you... Like it leads into your toe uh, a little my bit. horns got wet, but like, they were like the little ones. And, and you would be familiar <laughs> that blue is associated with lightning, um, and that dragonborn have, um, you know, extra strength, and that they're, uh, they're very charming individuals, and, uh, that their scales are very durable. So you know you know a lot about them. You've probably read a lot about them, especially if you remember parts of your life being like a doctor. Um, you you okay, baby? You've heard uh, a lot about them, but never seen one in real life. So right. So she is interesting. I mean, technically, this typhling would be too. He just came oh, up and hugged me. Absolutely. There's also a need Honestly, elves are kind of common, though. Yeah. Yeah. So and you're fascinated with this magic orb Honestly, thing. Honestly, I might have been an elf before Sir Mark You're fascinated too. with this magic orb thing that he has. Um, Titus openly ha has no magical ability. Like, he straight up says that. Um, that's why he's searching for magic users and people who can assist him. Um, he, it's like he's someone who's very knowledgeable about magic, but he can't actually perform it himself. So... Um, orcs just don't have the, really the ability to be magical necessarily, at least, uh, he doesn't, he knows that he's tried, he's tried so hard, and he's so obsessed with, uh, the idea of making this, like, magic and technology. Yeah, there's something on her shoe. Oh, jeez, Lucy. Oh, the other one. Where was she at? I don't know. It doesn't look like, well, it doesn't look like poop. I've been sm I've been smelling it like on and off, and I have. That's a hairball. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It looks more like a hairball to me. Okay, can you scooch over a little bit so I can? Yeah. So, uh, Titus invites you guys over to his and Flynn's home. Uh, you guys do walk in. You the sun is starting to set. It's starting to get late. Uh, you do, as he said, see maps everywhere, and you hear the whirring of machinery. Um, 
He, uh, he turns on all his little portable torches. You notice there's no actual fire involved. And it's a very interesting setting, and he, uh... They don't really have a lot of uh, beds, but I imagine you guys have, like, bedrolls and things yeah. in your adventuring yeah. packs. So he would encourage you to... There are several rooms throughout the house that he would encourage you to uh, find, like, your own space. And you guys, uh, he like he said, he would like to get to know you all a little bit and kind of prep you for the mission that you guys would go on. But you guys would all be in his in his place, and I think that would probably be a good place to stop. Yeah, and next time we can go on our actual adventure, but we actually got everyone together and... Uh, a little bit of backstory, and I think that that was a lot of fun. So oh, yeah. thank you guys. <laughs> Sorry that, that we only made a couple rolls and didn't really get to yeah, use our abilities, fine. but I'm happy I got natural twenty. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, these must be lucky dice for me, honestly, because I was rolling pretty well. Yeah. So, um, like I said, if you guys ever have any questions, you can message the group chat too. And if if you come up with ideas for your characters or things that you want to like add or develop as time goes on like that's always encouraged. Something I was curious about me being yeah. made of scales does that help my armor at all? We can discuss it um I, I, I'd have to check I have to check about Dragonborn and see if that gives them like a bump to AC or anything I don't know if it actually does but we could work something out where like you could get your armor bonus without actually wearing armor maybe because you have scales like we, we could definitely talk something out. That'll be yeah. something I'll have to read into and think of, but uh, it would be fun. So, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> yeah, it's really uh, right. repellent. What? Dip off her socks and her shoes. Yeah. All right. Well, I will still be, um, I'll send this to my buddy Tyler so we have a way to, like, we can post it somewhere where we can listen to it you if we need it on to. The but, um,. <laughs> But that way we can at least listen back to it because I don't know when we will meet again. But I do have the adventure planned already, so whenever you guys are available, we can get started. And maybe next time I'll have a babysitter. <laughs>